What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Black Sheep Perspective. I can't tell you guys how excited I am about today's podcast for so many different reasons. As you guys can see, look at the shirt. It's ill. It's space age. There's a reason behind that, man. I just posted on my vlog series something about it's called the Uf Are UFOs Real? You guys got to check that out. The reason I bring that up and I wore this shirt is because of the guests that I have today. I've, I've been trying to get this young lady here for quite a while. She's literally such a sought-out person. She's been doing all kind of podcasts, political movements, involving so much great shit that I've, we just haven't been able to pull the trigger yet. Right. She's been on my Boys Caballos podcast. She's been on multiple podcasts that I've seen you doing via Zoom, so many other things. And um, I'm, just, I'm just honored to finally have her here. We're going to tackle so many topics. I'm going to bring up what those topics are. But Isabella, let's toast to you being here. Cheers. Thank I'm so glad that I finally here. made it. We've been trying to make really, this really happen for some it. time. Oh, man. I haven't I drank on a podcast Thank in a while. Thank you for the introduction. No, that yes, yes. No, there's, <laughs> there's so much more to say, man. I mean, there really is. You know, you're, to me, you're, um, you're, very, you're a very powerful influence in, in many different ways. And in a way that's very, unfortunately, to the, to the majority of the world, contra not contradictive, co controversial. And uh, not typically accepted. That's a good way of putting it. You know, because it's not contradictive. That for sure is not contradictive. That's, that, that's when, when one thing doesn't match the other. You, you don't do that. You match, you know. So um, what I want to tell everybody is before we get into this podcast, and I'm not, I'm not saying this like get ready for a shit show because it's not. Not at all. Not at all. But I want everybody to open up their minds. Please, guys. I want all you guys to open up your minds. Isabella has been, okay, you had an account for a, what, 100 and what? 154,000 followers. 154,000. That was her first account. Yeah. Blackballed, okay? Yeah. Not just shadow banned, just get the fuck out of here. And we'll, and we'll come back to that. Then you had a second one with? I mean, second one was 60,000. Okay, same thing. Hey, get the fuck out of here. Why? Because we don't like the shit that you're saying. Why don't we like it? Oh, we're not going to tell you because we have that power. We're going to get back to that. Third account on the lower end of? No, I mean, I had three accounts shut down the same day. Same the day. third one uh, it was uh, 150, 60, and 12,000. And then um, I've gotten shut down an additional four times aside from that. It's been a total of six accounts shut down. Okay. So, yeah. so I can understand if you're over here, you know, jamming fucking palm trees into your pussy and it's against the goddamn rules. But it's the complete and opposite. That actually gets a lot of views. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you chose the wrong fucking career. You went the wrong route. <laughs> Fuck. It's a damn shame. But anyways, um, the truth is that a lot of times, especially in today's culture, if we dare, dare let's call it that, you know, I don't want to call it cancel culture. I think that's a disgusting name. But there's a lot of decisions being made with, with, with without us having any say-so. Yeah, well, I, I mean, cancel culture is a real thing. I mean, it is a disgusting thing nonetheless, but it's a reality of the world that we live in right now. And, yeah, I've very much been affected by cancel culture, not just by the cancel culture of in individuals, right? So, you know, my friends or right. people that you've known for a long time canceling exactly. you, but, you know, big tech and big corporations canceling individuals who have any thought that's uh, contradicted to what they hold. And in essence, that's pretty much what you would say in a, in a very light way. Because I know that, and, and again, I want everybody to you know, prepare for this. We're going to try our best to spit some dope-ass shit that's on a little bit of the edge that you guys aren't used to. 
But we do have to do it not politically correct, but I'm not trying to get demonetized. <laughs> I don't want this this video, no, you we'll know, of banned. We'll, yeah. we'll keep it PG and so, I'll make so sure to watch my words. We, we, the we need you guys to vibe with us. Vibe <laughs> with us. And if we G code something, you you gotta understand what's going on. But the reason I tell you guys that because I wanna give her the strength and credibility that she deserves. I know the Isabellas of the world. And by the way, guys. Follow her on, on Instagram. Red Pill Babe is her like fifth account. Mm-hmm. Red Pill Babe 1776. Okay. She was Red Pill Babe 1. She was Red Pill Babe 2. Once again, all those, you know, uh, uh, bands and whatnot. So the reason I tell you guys to open up your mind is because a lot of times we only hear what we want to hear. If you're that type of person, just stop watching the podcast right now. I hope you appreciate a different one when you see, I don't know, tits and ass. Not, I don't know. I'm I don't not going to be you. that cup of tea. Yeah, you're not going to be that. And I don't want that cup of tea. You're, you're here because I want you here, and I love what you're going to talk about. You teach me a lot. I've been down this road, but not to the extent that you have. And I do think it's not your duty, but I love when people like you make it your duty, like I want to inform the world. I am ready to face the backlash. I am ready to get demonetized at 155,000 followers, which we talked. And, and by the way, let me remind everybody, we had to have like a fucking, I was going to say 45 minutes. It was probably like an hour, 15 minutes. Yeah, I think <laughs> we were at it for almost two hours getting ready before we even, you know, yeah, not yeah. to mention we've been prepping for this for like the last month, honestly. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know? And that's just this one. The first attempt you right. know, fell through because, because you, you, again, you got caught up in different things. But, you know, we were prepping because, we want to make sure we cover the right amount of topics with the right amount of intensity, with the right amount of passion. I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm saying this with all due respect. I want to take the leash off her, but I'm like, we're here like at the dog park, like, oh, fuck. Oh, is she going to get along with everybody, you know? Or is she just going to be like, let me tell y'all something, you know? So, so this is why, we, you know, we kind of talked about it so that, you know, we want everybody out there to be receptive, at least to listen to what we want to talk about. And then when we started talking about all these topics, you and I, as we were prepping, I said, hey, he's, I don't, I don't know how to like bring up like how to describe what, what, what it is that you do. Like, I hate to, and, and, I, and I openly admit this to everybody listening and watching, I said, I'm not going to call you a conspirator. That's some fuck shit. Conspiracy and, and, theories. Yeah, and you were like, no, it's okay. And I'm like, well, it's okay, but people connect that negatively, and I yeah. want them to be more open. What can we, anyhow, we talked about all the topics that we're going to try to discuss right. within this time frame. But, I mean, that's important, right? The idea of uh, yes, conspiracy yes, theories, yes. because that is... Um, So I like to think of myself as a thought provoker. I'm going to put out information on there. You got to get a t-shirt with that. (laughs) Yo, get a lawyer and lock that shit right now before somebody does it. That's what I do. I'm a digital thought provoker. I go out there and I just present truths that are out there. I try not to be outlandish, but I try to expand your mind a little bit with facts and, uh, you know, historical truths of things that have happened. Beautifully said. um, Love it. You know, bring it together down to just... Have you questioned your reality to some extent and, you know, question what's real or what's not? Uh, so I am a digital thought provoker. I'm also a political a- advocate, I guess you can, activist, I guess you can say. Um, you know, I'm very locally involved and, uh, you know, there, there's reasons for that that I'm, I know we're going to get into in the podcast. Yes, I know, I know before we end the podcast, we're going <laughs> to tell everybody about what <laughs> you're yeah, doing. yeah, you know, uh, conspiracy theorist is such, it's a term that it's, I, I, I'm a conspiracy realist, you know, and it's a good year to be a conspiracy theorist. A lot of the things that conspiracy theorists have been talking about for the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years are all starting to come true. 
And people that were called crazy and outlandish and radical or extreme for believing certain things are now being validated by watching this very extreme reality that we're all experiencing right now. That's perfectly said. And and I really mean that. And I, I hope that you guys listening and watching, like, you feel the same. Like, it, like I mean, I, she's not putting on an act right now. <laughs> the last thing I want is a fucking act. I might have told, told, her, told her, hey, just tone it down, you know. <laughs> let's, you know? Let's not go too deep into this. No, but, we're you going know, deep. <laughs> but but, but we, we did have a couple of drinks and got, got, you know, hyped up earlier. But, no, I do want the realness to come out of you. I'm just trying our best as a team to, to, to get these people to just – I mean, Listen I want to this be mindful to the mind, fact that you know? your audience maybe doesn't know me and, you know, like As well, people yeah. that have followed me have followed me for a long time and they've gone some, we've done some deep diving together, gone down some really deep rabbit holes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is what I do. My thought is to, um, really what drives me is to go out there and, and really get people to question it. But I always treat every, everything that I ever post on my page is done so from a perspective where I'm expecting that it's the first time you've seen my content. Right. Is it nice. something that okay. will drive you to want to continue to dig further? I don't ask anybody to take my word for anything. I'm here to present um, questions, ideas to you that then you can go out there and, uh, you know, reconsolidate on your own and go out there and do research and be like, what is, you know, this crazy correct, correct, chick that was on the Black Cheap podcast? You know, maybe she was onto something. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Every time, maybe not every time, but I think almost every time you post something, you have this little saying at the end which is like hey i'm not trying to like almost like what you just said right are you still yeah, doing that all the time i, I mean i don't uh, not with this new page but it's something that i did oh for that's very, why okay. I, did it, I did it okay. for a very long time which was that i'm not here to steer your mind i'm not here to tell you what reality is i'm just kind of here to challenge um right you know the things that you perceive to know 100 percent to be true and uh you know i think that when you when you get into the habit of questioning reality you'll start noticing that there's a lot of things that maybe are up for question or that you know, leave a lot of room for interpretation. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that it's okay to have questions and get answers and not to be uh, a docile you know, sheep, I hate calling people sheep, but it's the reality where you're fed a narrative by either, you know, a big corporation or right. a media company or Hollywood right. or sports or whatever it may be. And you're not really challenging, challenging that on your own through your own research and your own, um, your own process, thought process. So as, as we get into that, cause I want to ask you why you think people don't do that. Why, why do you think it's, is it a complacency is it a weird fear factor? Is it is it they're too entertained by all the dumb shit that's out there from the TikTok to the this to the right. that? Or is it deep I mean I know there's a, I know it's way more deeply rooted and we're going to get into those details, but why don't people like to challenge and question. I feel like it's laziness, Isa. Oh, I feel like that's the main is, basis. I, I, well, yes, absolutely. I agree. I think it is. I want it now. I want it quick. I want it in fucking two minutes. We we are living in a very kind of like instant type of society. Where exactly. You want like instant gratification, but I also think that we've been distracted for a very long time. So let's let's go back with how we opened up, right? Which is that nobody knows how to introduce me. What is she? She's a conspiracy theorist, right? It's like, oh, God. Oh, my God. You can um, make money off that voice, bro. What the fuck? 
Welcome. So, like, so, she's got, so she's a conspiracy theorist. And it's like, all right, well, let's go back to when that term was created. So let's start off with the fact that the term conspiracy theorist is, um, it, you know, I don't like to state anything that I know as an ultimate truth. I want people to go out there and do their own uh, diligent research. Excellent. But the idea is that the, the, the term conspiracy theorist ends up popping up around the same timeline where conspiracies start being a thing. What's the first conspiracy that we actually know about? Or at least where the first conspiracy where people that believed in that started being labeled conspiracy theorists. Sure. And that is the death of JFK. Oh my God, with that, I swear to God, we haven't talked about this. And the minute you said that, I thought JFK, I think is when it became right. popular. Okay, yeah. right, exactly. So yeah. let's talk about JFK Who did for it? a minute. Who the did Russians, it? Was there a Marimano second Rome. gunman in the grassy yeah. knoll? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. there not? So let's start off with a very obvious fact that we know, which is that they lost our president's brain. So our president gets shot live in front of a ton of people. And then they lose his brain for the autopsy. Our president's brain, they lose it. I didn't even know this. Oh, yeah. This is I a true feel really fact. dumb right they, now. So they lose our president's brain, still lost until this day, and they feed us all this like narrative or BS, and then people started having questions nar naturally. Like, what do you mean you lost our president's brain? What the hell does that mean? Right. Oh, we left it in the fucking under the seat. Else, or not, the freezer somewhere. Who knows? The cooler, <laughs> the igloo cooler. Um, but that's where the term starts coming up, that anybody that questioned the narrative of what it was that had happened in Dallas that night or that morning was conspiring was a, was a conspiracy theorist like what do you think the government's out to get you guys you think that there's this big ploy to to take over the world and um <coughs> immediately the cia creates the label conspiracy theorist as a way of discrediting individuals that were questioning the reality that was being fed to them and like you said, it's like, I don't want to introduce you as a conspiracy theorist because it's a negative connotation. It's only a negative connotation because that's exactly how it's been framed. On purpose. The exactly. With the media and historical or whatever it may be where, you know, conspiracy theorists, let's, let's, let's break down the term in general, right? Conspiracy, which is the idea that there's a bigger ploy than one that you understand, a big group of people that are getting together to put something, you know, a, a plan together, right. okay. and then a theory, which is yeah, that's how most scientific equations start exactly. with a theory, and then you've got to prove it correct or incorrect, right? So the term conspiracy theory, just in general, isn't a negative term. It's a person that believes in the possibility that there is a bigger plan or whatnot to um to reach some kind of outcome that's maybe uh, against the collective or that isn't productive to the collective or whatnot and it's just a theory so prove me wrong but i think that the biggest problem um that we've had since the creation of the term conspiracy theorist is that it is an open invitation like if, if we're looking at it like any other scientific equation it's like prove me wrong but from the minute that you know, you coined the term conspiracy theorist. It's like they're automatically wrong without ever giving it the opportunity of like prove this person actually wrong as opposed right. to just saying that they're wrong and discrediting them by calling them crazy or outlandish or radical or whatever right. it may be. And as, and as we got into that it, and we literally talked about that and a little bit more, and I was like, okay, well, cool. So how is it that we can approach this? Because I, I want to make sure, you know, and, and I, I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart, like, I think you're fucking awesome, but I got to think about, you know, the fans. I got to think about the viewers, and I'm not saying that they can't keep up with this, but I just want to make sure that they're engaged and, and they hear you out. So we, I was like, how can we, and then you stopped me in my tracks. I'm here was, to blow people's minds. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you stopped me in my tracks, and you said, you know what, Wes, I really want to approach this in a different way. I want to umbrella under the fact that I just want to expose 
The globalist. The globalism Correct. or the globalist? Correct. It's a combination of both. both. Globalism is the idea. Globalists are the players that are involved. So when you said that, I thought, okay, wow. And you're like, I don't want to insult you, but do you know what globalists are? And I'm like, kind of, sort of, yes. <laughs> I, I, I really do believe I do, but definitely would love to hear your take on this. So let's 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 start from there let's start from the basics yeah, right which there. is do you understand do most people and I, I i mean your viewership right do most people understand what globalists are or what globalism is you know so we live in south florida it's no big secret we have a very big population of um immigrants from communist countries whether that be cuba or venezuela or nicaragua um we've got a lot of individuals that have escaped some form of communism and come over to south florida so um when we describe communism as the ultimate power to to the government, right? The, 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 the government is basically making every decision known possible for you, therefore controlling you. Um, that is typically the best the best rough definition for communism. Rough definition. For those, for those who don't know the technicality behind it. Uh, the rough definition, you're giving ultimate power to the government. You can't challenge it. If you do, you're facing serious you don't, repercussions. And th but then there's also complete dependency on the government, As right? Well. So the government okay. is paying for your bills. Everybody gets paid the same thing. Everybody's equal, right? Because the government's giving you where you live at, what you eat or whatnot, which usually, historically, every single time just means equally miserable. Um, globalism is a step up from that where communism, as we've known, it has always been the takeover of a nation a globalist, you know, point of view is that it's a global takeover. It's about global communism. It's about turning every single last one of us into a slave of some form. Um, you know, people think slaves and they think, you know, cotton fields or they think, you know, old Egyptians building temples or whatnot, but there is a, um, no, um, there's different levels of, of enslavement. Slavery, yeah. And um, I think that the where, where we're at right now is an enslavement to consumerism. You know, whether it's, you know, you're after the, uh, the latest iPhone or you want the newest sneakers, the newest Jeezys or whatever it may be. What it's done is that it's created a culture where we're enslaved to consumerism. They're always good. The, the elite, the, the powerful, or the companies, the corporations are always going to make money off of us because we're enslaved willingly to a consumer uh, type system that's set up to keep us chasing the latest fad. Or, you and know, and when you say willingly, is it willingly unknowingly? Um, I think that there's a lot of brain. I, I think that there's a lot of um, brainwashing that's involved. You I know, I think that we've been programmed to some extent to live in a culture okay. that uh, that 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 glorifies. You know, do you have the latest sneakers or the newest iPhone or whatever it may be? We li we live in a society that glorifies that. All you got to do is look at a TikTok or an Instagram, you know, popular reel, and and, and see that that comes up. Keeping up with the Joneses is a is a very big deal of our society, and I think that that keeping up with the Joneses type of uh, um, reality that we've lived in for the last couple of decades has created um, the perfect breeding ground for consumerism to become a way of enslavement. So obviously you're talking right now in present day time. Let, let's, let's, let's go historically. So before we get into this, I want people to understand, obviously I'm not her fucking professor and I haven't, you know, done a resume check and all that, but I know Isabella. I met her through Caballo, El Caballo. Make sure y'all show love and go follow my boy. Who I've known um, since I was 14 years old. Yeah, so by the, the way. The credibility goes high, deep here. High, high school friends <laughs> over here. They're super, middle they're super tight. Middle school, they're super yeah. tight. He had her on her podcast, um, Straight from the Horse's Mouth. So again, go follow my boy. Um, but we've spoken already about this. We've already 
had a couple of drinks. We already went to dinner once, and I, I think one time with Caballo, uh, um, just randomly, whatever. So we've gone back and forth with these conversations. I want to let you guys know that this chick... And they should know that you're chick, a rough... Like, you're big on the opposition for the sake of argument, not because you are, like, a... I think that you're just an inquisitive person who always exactly. wants to look at... Okay, so what about this situation or what about that scenario? Which I think it's cool because I'm always down for that because it gives me a chance to elaborate, you know, why right. I think the way that I do, which makes it harder for my views to be written off as... Just another crazy and 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 theory. it's also and I'm glad you said that. Thank I think I take that. Excuse me, I take that as a compliment. Um, one, I want to make sure that you really know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Especially if 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 you're an MMA guy and you're like, you know, hey man, I got this awesome combo. This and that. Really? Let me see it. Right. <laughs> uh, I do MMA. I want to see that combo. What is this awesome combo? How realistic is it? Because I do MMA. If you tell me you know something that I can vibe with, because I been down that rabbit hole, studied that whatever it is, read that book. Then I want to make sure you're credible. Okay, so you're credible. Boom. But then you go super extra, and I'm like, oh, this girl really, really knows. knows her shit. And then you keep going. I'm like, oh, <laughs> she's one of those. Like, I, <laughs> I was almost down. And this is why I said, and, and by the way, guys, she didn't even know. I, I, again, I, I make sure you go check out the, uh, the Go Ahead and Ask um, vlog that I just put up about uh, Are UFOs Real? I gave her a shout out. She hasn't had a chance to watch it yet. I just put it out this morning. She hasn't had a chance to watch it. She had a very busy day. This is why we started late today. Um, but I told her, I gave you a shout out and I told everybody, this girl doesn't just go down the rabbit hole. She digs fucking tunnels under there. <laughs> and I mean that, but that's a compliment because here's the problem with those who don't want to entertain this, those who already stopped watching, who are not listening anymore, those who completely, completely combat you in some shape or form out of emotion. You guys haven't put in the work. It doesn't mean that she's 100% correct. This is without a doubt true. At least not yet. But you guys haven't put in the work that she has. I love that you said that. She <laughs> has stayed up late nights on her off days, done this, not gone out with the girls because she was too intertwined with this. She is almost literally obsessed with it. Yeah. And it comes out yeah. of her almost in some weird Wonder Woman type way of like, I got to tell the fucking world, you're too lazy to go look at look look for it yourself. So I'll tell you, I looked for it, and this is what's really going so on. So let me. I I love that you described it just like that, right? Because that's 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 exactly uh, the reality that I live in. So I'm a second generational trufa, trufer. Sorry, <laughs> um, my dad was very big, uh, very big into conspiracy theories. Maybe not the same rabbit holes that I was down on, but he was down some, you know pretty big rabbit holes himself including the alien rabbit hole he believes okay i didn't know that we didn't talk about that okay. super deep my dad is super deep into the um into the alien conspiracy theory so i'm almost like a second <laughs> generational trooper if you will um my first rabbit hole which i talk about often is was in 2007 i came across a documentary by the name of loose change and Ooh, I remember. have you watched this 911 so shit news change Ooh, is basically man, that was good breaks down 911 and uh you know it, uh, i thought 911 fahrenheit was good loose change was, was even better, better. so it loose change better. hit on the internet yes. it was one of those things where you had to track it down it would be yeah, on one yeah, side yeah, for a yeah. while then they would take it down um so when i watched loose change it basically just exposes that 911 was you know an inside job and right. it wasn't as as cut and dry as we believed that it was oh some of bin laden when you know was was the one that planned it it's just not as cut and dry as the reality that we had been fed so um in 2007 i watched loose change and that was one of my first red pills and it was one of those things where i automatically thought oh my god it's all the republicans fault these people are terrible 
So I blamed it on the bush. I blamed it on the Shaneys. That's what that was. What my automatic thought process was. Interesting. And then I had always. Because of my family history, my family has always been very involved in politics. My grandmother was a political prisoner in Cuba for being anti-castrista. My grandfather also was. Um, so I come from a long line of revolutionary fighters. Aside from the, um, the uh, conspiracy theorist part, I come from a very long line of revolutionaries, if you will. It's pretty you know? dope, man. That's just I in know. your blood. That's a listen. That. My Carry grandma, that torch, baby. We need an entire podcast just to talk about oh, what a shit. badass my grandmother was. Okay. But, I didn't know um, that. That's awesome. Because of that history, in 2008, Obama comes into the scene. Barack Obama comes into the scene. Uh, you know, the campaign of hope, the, of, of, you know, opportunity and, and equality. It was just, you know, in my early 20s, it was the first presidency that I was able to vote in. And I was like, I'm going to campaign hard for this guy. And I campaigned hard for Barack Obama. I knocked on doors. I mean, first time campaigning like that. First time campaigning, but I was all about the hope campaign. Okay. So 2008, Barack Obama gets elected. I was so pleased. We did our job. Um, And then, you know, 2012 comes along and you really don't realize it's like, well, you know, I had a lot of hopes about all this hope right and uh you know things that were supposed to happen and they didn't but then they still feed you hoping the, over here oh, well you know he only had four years he needs another four years so you're yeah, like oh, okay. okay i guess we'll push for another four years so um i also campaigned hard for barack obama in 2012 uh you know i had a very close friend at the time that was he- her her family was very heavily involved with barack obama's campaign had even been you know um, invited to the inauguration balls both times so they were very involved and because of her family i was also very very heavily involved so it wasn't just i supported barack obama like i was involved in the campaigns and then barack obama got um inaugurated at some point in january of 2013 i want to say and then a couple of months after that was the first time that i saw a video talking about the fema camps and i don't know if you've ever seen that but yeah um you know there is um fema camps that are set up all over our country and in these camps there are millions of caskets each casket yeah just waiting casket can hold about two to four people in each casket and these videos started popping up all over the internet. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So then that starts leading me down that research rabbit hole. And then that leads me into the Illuminati. Which then, like every other human being out there, I liked celebrities and I liked the gossip and la farandula. You know, I yeah, was like, okay. Star Magazine. And then that led me down to celebrities and things like, these people are involved in like, Illuminati type things, right? Which is what people like call it. Call I, don't, it I, don't, I don't. I don't really care what you call it. Whether you call it Illuminati, the Illuminati, yeah. the globalist, it's all the same shit at the end of the day. Which is a group of powerful individuals with the right resources, um, with a willingness and a desire to control the majority. And um, that's that. That was the beginning of the rabbit hole, and. You know, 15 years ago, I thought that this was all going to be useless knowledge that I had because you couldn't talk about this stuff with anybody else, right? If this stuff, you know, if you went to work and you told people, hey, there's a globalist cabal trying to take over the world, you were going to be, you know, sent to a loony bin and you're a lunatic and what you're saying is completely outlandish. So that was really what led me down the rabbit hole. So then for years, for 15 years before, you know, things are going mainstream is how I end up 
starting to go down these rabbit holes, collecting all this all would have otherwise been useless knowledge, but actually ends up being very um, useful in the times that we're living in. What's going on, beautiful world? Thank you once again for tuning in. I just wanted to cut in really quick and tell you guys, man, I really appreciate all the love and support. This is season three. We're several podcasts in. We've got so many more coming. There's a lot of things that's coming that's brand new. From the Go Ahead and Ask vlog series to a bunch of merchandise and to even a new podcast series that's coming out in the future. Look out for it in the summer. But for now, guys, we couldn't have even made it this far if it wasn't for all of you guys. Thank you for the love and support. Appreciate it. Let's get back to the podcast. All right, so, I mean, shit, we literally talked for like an hour and a half before this, and I didn't even know that. So this is what the seed was that dropped. A little bit of the whole Obama thing, and then going into loose change, and then yeah. everything else that followed. I spent 15 years going down that rabbit hole collecting what I thought was uh, useless knowledge. Um, and then in 2018, I um I got red pilled, you can say, which <laughs> is where I always thought like Donald Trump was such a douchebag. Like this guy's arrogant. Oh, this guy's okay. awful. Like who would vote for this dude? Like I would never want to hang out with this dude. That was my thought process. Like I would never want to hang out with this guy. And then um I had a friend tell me, you know way too much and you're way too smart to think that way. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And then I went down the rabbit hole and I started challenging some of the things that the media had told me that he was arrogant, that he was a racist, that he was a xenophobe, that he was a, um, a f- a fat, a whatever you want to call him. You know, they've got so many names for him. And um, then I started realizing that the media lied a lot. And I mean, more a, a big funny because I was I was just about to politely try to cut you off and be like. But you realize that that was the media who led you into that. Oh, right? absolutely. But then that was where I I knew that the media lied. And I knew that they had the ability to build a narrative. I just didn't realize how far it went until I completely started challenging it. Where I said, like, I don't believe anything the media says. Nothing. I'm going to challenge every single thing the media says. And the more I challenged, the more I realized that, yeah, I was absolutely right in my um my original thought process the media cannot be trusted by any means it's like we're you know we, we talked about this briefly before we even went live which is that you know, i believe we're, we're stepping into times where the more that we find out how much is a lie how much the media hides from us how much hollywood does to confuse us you know how they use um sports political you know sports figures or political figures and things of that nature um to sway our way of mind the more dependent we are forced to become on our own intuition and our own compass of what's what's right and what's wrong. So, who would you label these these globalists as, and and where where do you think it yeah, started I mean, from? I mean, you know, we don't we don't have to give everybody the the the, the, the finest details, but where did this globalism start? So, there, so you're saying there's a, there's a united group in some shape or form who united their powers. They were powerful people at some time, and they all decided what. We want to. We want to run this whole fucking we thing. We want to. We want to run the whole thing. We want to run the entire thing and have it work in our favor. And these are families um, that have been around for a very long time. So people think like the elite, the powerful, and you're like the Forbes 100 top 100 richest people. <laughs> so these people are on such old money, so powerful, so rich. You've never heard of them. 
you're not going to hear about them unless you hear, you know, some lunatic like me talking about them. Um, you're not going to hear about them. So um, when you do things, research like the Committee of 300, the Bilderberg Group. These are all uh, groups of Keep dropping those names. elitist, high-level families with old, very old money and a lot of power. Um, the Soros family, the Rothschild family, the Rockefellers, the, um, you know, there's a, a, a series of bloodlines that have been around for a very long time and have controlled things for a very long time. You know, when you created the steel industry, when you created the banking industry, you know, JP Morgan, like these are all you, names. You just named three of the biggest worldwide that people industries. know right. right and there's there's a whole lot i'm talking about the committee of 300 is another 297 names that you guys have never heard of before right so let me let me intervene real quick the, you know I, I i used to talk about this exact topic that you're talking about everything you just said and then tell me and i know you're gonna do it right now and i want everybody to hear it out of your voice i used to tell people from a from a medical standpoint from a psychological standpoint Addiction, forget everything we just said. Medical, psychological, that's what we're on right now. Mm-hmm. Addiction is a real thing. Absolutely. Okay, addiction is a real thing on, in just the most ridiculous ways. Uh, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, sexual addictions. Porn. Porn, I mean, well, porn being a part of the sexual addictions. Or or just, no, you're a fucking nympho. Like, you're literally a nympho who needs to climax well, five, I mean, five just addiction in general is Addi- every bit of whatever it is. Then you have the the, the the weird addictions, you know, from almost from the the um, OCD people. I mean, there's people who are addicted the, the, to eating aluminum foil, so the, the, it really goes in. There's there's levels to it. So, right. what would make? And I always I used to bring this up as a light to to calm them down. As a like, oh my god, that's just such a hard pill to swallow. I just can't see some some full world planetary thing, and I tell them. Hold up. What's the difference between a power addiction? A power addiction is just the same. We try to tone it down and say some real bullshit like, oh, there goes two guys with a pissing contest. Look at those two dudes puffing their chest out. Amplify that. Upscale it. Go from fucking a little rinky-dink burger place to McDonald's Corporation. It's the same concept. Upscale it. Upscale it. That's actually a perfect way of describing it. So it's an addiction to power. If you have the top 100 people addicted to power, just, hey, we all look at each other from across our balconies like, all right, there goes 55. Oh, look, there's 72. There goes number 10. You know what it is? You you have to wrap your mind around um, people being evil (laughs) and being driven by things that the regular individual isn't driven by right so if you're a good human functioning human being it's really difficult to imagine the concept of being addicted to power of wanting to enslave other people to humiliate other people to but my my thing my thing is this is rather than say that and, and maybe maybe and i'm saying this humbly maybe you lose and i don't know how often you say what you just said but maybe you lose certain Followers or certain people who were who were following you and, and, and they were okay with it until you say that because unfortunately, if, if here if this is the facts, if I give it to you and say it the wrong way, here's the facts, motherfucker. You're not gonna want to even read it and hear it and take it in. But if I say, hey, listen, a lot of research went into this. We're talking about over ten years of research with the ten top scientists of the world, whatever. Now you're gonna be like, okay. So it's it's it sucks that you have to dumb it down. But what I'm I guess what I'm saying is. I try to tell people this comparison so I can not dumb them down, but for, so I can just put the ego away and be like, listen, 
if you realize that the same way any, uh, how the hell can a son make his mom broke, steal his mom's fucking life savings to go smoke crack with some with some hooker? Like it's not a bad. It's, it's not a. <laughs> That was not why I did that. That was not, oh my God. You totally entrapped me right now. I did not I did not do that on purpose, but that is funny that you saw that. See, that's why your ass is sharp with this shit. No, I really meant it. It's, it's very hard for somebody to be like, how could their son do that to a mother? Because mom is number two. That crack is number one. So if you have an Empowered addiction, crack. and if these powerful people are looking at each other like, Yo, everybody else is so lame. Like, I can fucking destroy that country if I want to. There's nothing I can't buy. Like, you, they do. you got Indians, I mean, real Indians, who are making shirts out of gold. Like, they're, they're like, everything gold. It must weigh, like, 30 pounds just to wear it. And it's just a pissing contest. So upscale that to power, and this seems totally realistic. Yeah, hey, how, people hey, are what, addicted to power. Hey, Why what can we do? We, we already run everything else. What else can we do? Oh, well, how do let's, we let's continue? Do this. How, so, so we run everything. We've got all the money in the world. Now it's a matter of how do we secure ourselves this position for the rest of eternity? And, and pass it on to our seeds as well. And that's through the enslavement of the collective, right? Um, have you ever heard of the Georgia Guidestones before? I don't, God, I'm no, catching I don't you so. off guard right now because you we really haven't are. even no, talked about this. I haven't. All right, so the, the Georgia, Georgia Guidestones. Guide somebody look that up. The Georgia Guidestones are almost think about it like the Ten Commandments stones when the, when the first Ten Commandments are found written in stone. So okay. in Georgia, rural Georgia somewhere, there is a piece that's commissioned to be brought up in the middle of rural Georgia somewhere off a highway, and it's these tablets, okay. and the tablets have like the Ten Commandments of the New World Order. And it talks about uh, a one world religion, a one world currency, um, keeping the um, the population under 500 million, 500 million. And we're at what billion? We're at, at I mean, just in the United States, <laughs> we're, we're at several billion. So um, consider what that means to bring the population down to 500 million, which then yeah. opens up the topic for um, the fact that these individuals have been talking about world domination for over 100 years. You can go back and you can look at this. You know, you, people have been calling people that believe in the Illuminati conspiracy theories for such a long time. The Masons are real. The Illuminati is real. There is a group of individuals that do want complete control because as you very mentioned, it's just human nature there's so, going to be people out there who are going to be addicted to power and these individuals have a 100 year plan to take over the world and to take over america so watch this now right on this alien tip that Talk i was talking me. about earlier okay and i know you 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 oh i keep that. up i we're, know we're, what's we're, up. We're, we're talking about that earlier um i had mentioned on the uh the uh go ahead and ask clip that i just posted that i know you're gonna watch when we leave because i get that shout out I, I talked about this guy. Fuck, I can't even say his name now. But he was the Canadian Minister of 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 ah, National Defense. Okay. Canadian Minister of National Defense. The guy was up there in rankings for a long time. Un viejo ahí, whatever, whatever. Fast forward, he, he whistleblows, whatever you want to call it. And he starts talking about, hey, I know what I eventually found out, witnessed, verified, whatever, whatever, all that riffraff. And says that I think that the, the, the whole world should know, especially our Canadian people and even our, our, our brethren, you know, the Americans. Everybody needs to know that we are 100% in contact with aliens. So and he starts breaking down that there was different races. And then, anyhow, I'm not going deep into the alien tip right now. But as he explains all this, because this is why I'm coming back to you. 
As you explained, and I encourage everybody, I'm going to leave the link on the description below, so make sure you guys go follow it. A couple of the interviews, you can follow uh, the dude's name. Can't remember his name right now. Um, he ends up mentioning, after the alien talk, that the aliens were kind of coinciding and negotiating with the elitists of the world. So it went from, he was just trying to expose Are it. you sure you want to go down this was, conversation? I mean, not, we not, didn't pre-plan this yeah, rabbit we, uh, hole. <laughs> a lot of this is happening on the fly right now. We're over here like, yo, let's calm down. Let's not go too crazy. You're and like, then, we're not going to get a little crazy. And now totally, you're going right into the reptilian subject. What, what, and I don't know no, how to get away from this no, right now. Wait a minute. Nobody leaves yet. <laughs> I'm Hold kidding, on. I'm we'll, kidding. We'll, we'll do that on another podcast. We got to wait till this shit intensifies. And then we'll talk about the reptilians. Mm -hmm. um, no, but truth true, true be spoken, the guy ended up mentioning the whole thing was an alien talk. He wanted to expose that we are in contact with Martians. So, uh, but eventually he mentioned the Linden... I say Lindenberg. Uh, so let, let me just... He mentioned the elitists and he said that the elitists who are trying to make this a new world order right. are the ones who are trying to talk to the aliens that, and say, hey, work with us and we're going to get so this thing situated. I, I believe that there is... I, I, I agree and disagree to some extent. I believe that there... I, I do believe in aliens. I believe that there's several different alien species. You and I slightly talked about the Galactic Federation, which I know that well, some people don't necessarily yeah. believe in. But hey... Listen, Guardians okay. of the Galaxy. It's baby. okay. It's okay. I do believe in Guardians of the Galaxies. I do believe in that. Um, here's Next podcast the thing, is going to be all blue and shit. Here's the thing. Right? We can talk about this till we're blue in the face, but here's the thing. The United States military has had proof of um, aliens, UFOs, whatever you want to call them, since the 1920s. Yeah. Yeah. There is a very strategic reason as to why this is making mainstream news right now. So my Elaborate. thing, well, um, getting us ready. We can talk again. There's just a lot of things to distract from, right? Because I believe mm, that there is, that um, for example, uh, you know, the election fraud. I think that that's something that's going to be a really big. And anything that they can do to take away attention for what it is that's going on in Maricopa County right now, they're going to do as well as across other states. And um, it's a time where globalists elitist, whatever you want to call them, are being exposed right now. And they're in the mainstream news. You know, there's a reason why people like Bill Gates, who has openly been talking about population control and minimizing the population. I need you to wrap your mind around that for a second. Publicly saying minimizing the population. What does that mean? It means making people infertile. It means... Um, that's, the, eugenics. That's, the, that's a nice way of saying it. It, makes, it means eugenics. It means um, deciding who gets an opportunity to live or who doesn't. It means killing off some people if you have to. Right. That's, that's legitimately what lowering the population was. And this is a man that has, for the last 20 years, openly been talking about eugenics. In fact, Bill Gates' father, Bill Gates' mother, um, Bill Gates' father, I'm sorry, was also a historical eugenics. Bill Gates' father, along with... Um, a, sing a singer um, who is the creator of Planned Parenthood uh, were both very open eugenics, which believed in uh, the same things Hitler believed in. Which now you said that word a few times just so that I can speak for others. I'm, does, a, I'm, a, I'm, asking for, I'm asking mean? for a friend. <laughs> the fuck does so eugenics mean? Eugenics <laughs> is the idea that we can create a supreme race, that there are certain things. So oh, if you don't believe that okay. people with disabilities should leave or people with a certain from a certain race or a certain demographic should live and that only, you know, Hitler believed in an Aryan race where only white people with, you okay. know, light eyes should have an opportunity to create that race. It's that, that that's what eugenics is, getting rid of one entire um, group or demographic of people to push but, and but 
sake other of because a you believe that that is a superior group of individuals, okay. right? Um, and um, Bill Gates' uh, father was very involved with the initiation of Planned Parenthood, which for most people are not aware. Um, Planned Parenthood was created by a racist eugenics who believed that the black race should be completely exterminated. Margaret Singer was an open racist eugenics who believed that the black race should be exterminated and created. Margaret Singer was the, the, the one who could the creator the, uh, of Planned Parenthood. Oh, 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 wait a minute. I'm thinking something else. Okay, okay. So she's, she's a creator of Planned Parenthood, and she created Planned Parenthood specifically to exterminate her word, not mine, exterminate the black race. And, um, you know, there's when you, you can call it a conspiracy theory until you end up looking for Planned Parenthood on Google and you're only going to see a Planned Parenthood inside the neighborhoods of either black or Latinos, individuals that belong to minorities. So you think that that's part of what that 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 migrated into our country from others yeah no i totally believe that eugenics is a is a part of something that we deal with these the elitists believe in um lowering the population and having complete control in order to have complete control the lesser of us that there are so are they rattled right now or are they exposed right now? oh they're exposed right now so this is the most they've been exposed in a the while. most that's actually the perfect way to describe it okay this is they've been the most exposed and they've ever been in their entire life like i said earlier today 15 years ago you talked about these things and you were a lunatic um and it's what allowed them to operate in the shadows for such a long time because you weren't allowed to question them and you weren't talking and people didn't know they didn't know the name sorrels or the name rockefellers or rothschilds at least in connection to conspiracies of like global domination right um and for the first time ever they're exposed and i mean let's not just stop at the globalists let's talk about like regular names like hillary clinton let's talk about the fact that hillary clinton has to turn off the comments on her social media page because individuals are like you know you your your husband's a pedophile and i mean a couple of years ago somebody you would have called bill clinton former president of the united states a pedophile and people would have talked to you like you were crazy but now now we know that jeffrey epstein was a real person (coughs) he was the most prolific pedophile in the history of our existence and Bill Clinton used to spend every other weekend. 20, if I'm not mistaken, 20, 27 flights? 26 flights 26. into the island. But that doesn't count his visits to the ranch, which were a lot more sporadic. When I tell you, I'm when sorry, I tell which you. were a lot more frequent. and um, Or his visits to the New York condo, which were also very frequent. So it's not just the island. The, 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 let's be very clear. That island was only known for one thing. And you went over there to be a degenerate. You went over there to do drugs or to have sex with minors or whatever it is. Everything went in that island. Um, so uh, there's one thing to be a degenerate that hung out with Jeffrey Epstein on the island. But make no mistake, it wasn't any less controversial to be a degenerate that was hanging out with him in his ranch in course, Arizona. Of course. I mean, somebody doing that type of or sex in shit condo in New York. needs it and wants it all the time. Correct. I hate, I like the weird hate hate love whatever i'd like to talk about that i guess to blow some steam off and and if possible you know try to inform somebody but the truth is that i hate talking about it because it disgusts me about pedophiles or well no not just pedophiles we we've already talked about (laughs) that That, when we first met that was a whole the big topic with the whole movement we were trying to do but to be a 
doing what Epstein did and what the people that he did and to basically get away with it because no one's being exposed. Now, homegirl, whoever his mistress, whatever psychic is. Same Maxwell, right? She went down. Everybody's like, okay, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden, no one's hearing shit. But all of a sudden, now all these fucking sting operations are going on. They're going on, man. You people, gotta, so is she, is she snitching? But she's Look, I told everybody she's this. Snitching, bro. I, yeah, but I, I, we know Strico. You know the, how much snitching. Of course. Everybody snitches. But, but I'm saying this, though. I think that the government said, look here. You know. You know we'll make your ass disappear just as quick as we made your man disappear. So this is what you're going to do. We got to get something out of you. So we're going to tell the world do that you, you know gave us is? something. Do you know her history? Do you know who her father is? No. Okay. So I, I read that. it one time, but let's it didn't. Let's talk about that. That's really important. So Ghislaine Maxwell is a second generational honeypot. Honey well, what's a honeypot? A honeypot is when um, oh, governments, when governments use individuals, uh, basically, so they'll get you in like a compromising position. So like they'll get somebody to like come after you, like a pretty girl or whatnot to um, come on to you and then use that, inf- use that pretty girl to get information out of you. That girl in turn ends up being a honeypot. Okay. You know who else was a honeypot? Sounds like a blackmail entire. It is a blackmail. Okay. It is blackmail and entrapment. Do you know who was a historical honeypot for the U.S. government? Marilyn Monroe. No, Barack Obama's mother. Fucking whore. What? I, I've never I, heard of I, I can life. promise you this. I think I had talked about this in a while, but I can't talk about this enough. Please Google pictures of Barack Obama's mother and look up honeypot, Barack, Obama, uh, Barack Obama's mother. You can also look up her as a dominatrix because she was very much <laughs> a, 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 listen, she was a honeypot. Do you know uh, Betty God. Page? Hey, we talked about everything that we're not, and we no, didn't mention not, none of this. We didn't talk about any of this stuff. And we've mentioned everything that we didn't know we were going to mention, and here we go. Fuck I told it. you I go. got this. I got, I got loads to talk about. About. Okay, so, so Barack Obama's mama is showing pussy and shit. Basically, I can promise <laughs> oh you this is God. a real story. This is you can look up pictures. There's plenty of pictures. If you've ever looked at pictures of like old school pinups like Betty Page that were into like bondage, so this was really controversial stuff for the time, right? If you were like into bondage, like that right, was like right, hardcore triple okay. X porn. Back yeah, then, especially right? back then, of course. Right, absolutely. So this is Barack uh, Barack Obama's mother. This is what what she did, and um, you know, you don't know that, and that should be enough to let you know. That you got to question everything the government tells you because you don't know that Barack Obama's mother was a honeypot. You don't know that we're really not sure on who Barack Obama's father was. We don't know that Barack Obama's grandfather was a CIA agent openly. This isn't a secret. It's just a matter of researching it. But I digress. Ghislaine Maxwell is the daughter of uh, her father, Robert Maxwell, was a spy for... uh, one of the most powerful militaries in the entire world, which is the Israeli military. And he was Mossad, which is the Israeli secret agency. And I won't touch too much on that topic, but basically that's what his job was. His job was to control people through blackmail. You put people into compromising positions. You got the right pictures So he taught, he taught his baby right girl. He taught his baby girl everything. That's exactly what it was. So Disney Maxwell falls in love with this degenerate, Jeffrey Epstein. And she brings him into the family business. And that's what his job was. His island was the honeypot. Think about it this way, right? So she kind of went into that with a weird daddy issue. When, oh, of course she did. That was, wow. that was her whole issue. Of okay. course it was. It did the entire thing. And she brings dude into the family business, right? But here's, here's what I need you to imagine for a second, right? Political. You decide that you want to do the right thing and you want to run for politics, right? Guess what? Political campaigns cost money. You find a donor. Guy says, I'm going to pay for your political campaign. I want to pay for your ads. I want to put you in front of the right people. I want to hold a, a fundraiser for you. And you're like, cool, no problem. So you're dealing with this individual for several months. And then this individual who's been rather nice to you, has offered all these certain things to you and benefits and has tried to hook you up, tells you, hey, 
I own a private island in the Bahamas. Why don't you come out with your wife or whatever it may be and or come by yourself and let's hang out or let's do whatever it may be. And you go. And then when you get there, they're like, hey, listen, <laughs> this island, low key. You don't got to worry about anything. Um, what are you into? Right. Are you so you a, think somebody, are you a so closeted homosexual? No, I don't think. I know this for a fact. So that somebody else presented that to Jeffrey. No, no, no. I don't think so. I think that Jeffrey's island was a specific honey trap. So what I mean by that is that the person that was making that offer was Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein had a lot of money. Jeffrey oh, Epstein okay, okay. I thought you were trying to say that somebody so what set I mean Jeffrey up first. That then they're like, he's inviting all of these powerful friends that he's right. making into this island and exactly. then offering them like, hey, what are you into? Are yeah. you, you know, are you into illicit drugs that maybe you can't do while you're in D.C.? Are you maybe a closeted homosexual? Do you want to cheat on your wife of a prostitute? Are you into children? And... You've got cameras set up all over the island, which we know that he did. Right. But he definitely um, didn't tell his people. Honestly. No, absolutely not. These people are all the time. It's all a secret. It doesn't matter. At the end yeah. of the day, they're all kind of a, they're all part of this. Like, yeah, I've got dirt on you, but we all got dirt on each other. This right. is just a way that it, the system operates because exactly. it truly is the way that it operates. It's all about what dirt you got on one another. And um, now you've got footage of a senator with a seven-year-old in a pool or engaging in, you know, some kind of illicit drug use or whatever it may be. So now, again, bringing it down to the natural part, because there's like, oh, my God, that of us. No, like, think about this for a practical point of view. One night, you got wild. You did some crazy shit that maybe you're ashamed of the next day, but now they've got footage of you. Mm -hmm. So now, a year and a half later, it comes down for the Senate to vote on something like, I don't know, um, liability for pharmaceutical companies. And you're a senator that's bought. Right. Now it's like, hey, buddy. Yeah. Remember that one night that we had at Jeffrey mm -hmm. Epstein's Island where you and your seven-year-old were in a pool together or whatever it may be? Well, we need you to vote a certain way or maybe that information can just end right. up in the press. And that's how they control. And that's um, a secret. Our intelligence agencies, and I, I mean ours, not just American intelligence agencies, but intelligence agencies all around the world, have been operating... Um, by using honeypots and using that form of blackmail for a very long time. And there is a lot of individuals within... So um, you think Jeffrey was connected? I know for a fact that Jeffrey Epstein was connected to that. Jeffrey To Epstein's a secret agency. Jeffrey so it wasn't Jeffrey doing it on his no, own. Jeffrey Epstein was connected to the Israeli Secret Service. He was connected to the Mossad through Ghislaine Maxwell, who is a second generation. Now look, when you say, when you speak with such certainty, I want to speak for the naysayers. I want to speak right. for those who are going to question you and be like, all right, well, how do you know that? Obviously, you read something. Obviously, you know something. Obviously, something's documented. Obviously, like so. In in I mean, short in short terms, how is it? How is it that you feel so certain about you, that? First of all, you said it perfectly at the beginning of the podcast, where you're like, I've, "I I want to clarify that I spent an average of sixteen point five hours on my phone researching, in an effort to be able to contradict anybody that tries to argue my points." Right. So, um, with I can all that. with all due you're respect to mind, every single human, it. I am sick. To every <laughs> with all due respect, the easy answer is I just know more <laughs> because I research more. Hey. But here's the thing: yeah, the right. fact that just Lane Maxwell's 
father was an agent for the seek for the Israeli Secret Service is not a secret. This is public knowledge. You can look up the history of Robert Maxwell. Um, the fact that um, Jeffrey Epstein was using the island as a honeypot, therefore had um, uh, was trying to gain intel on individuals is not a secret. This is actually public knowledge. It's Agreed. what you'll hear on any ABC, CBS, right. whatever documentary it is. So again, they're not going to give you all the little pieces, but you need to put it together. So right. you already know that the father wasn't w- did work for the Israeli Secret Services and that he was in charge of basically um, gaining uh, uh, information that could gain them some kind of advantage in, in warfare, right? Not just warfare. When we think warfare, it's not just jets and, and you know, <coughs> and launched missiles and shit like that being launched. Like, warfare is psychological too. It's about controlling information. Of course, and psychological warfare. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and the complete control of power, right, to, to get what you cause. So this isn't a conspiracy theory. Jeffrey Epstein was an asset of the Israeli Secret Service, and his job was to gain information and put um, individuals of power and influence into credible situations that then he can use as blackmail to use those people of power and influence to gain their, um, to push whatever narrative it is that wants to be pushed. Um you know, I'll keep it short because I know that we're, that, 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 that we're limited. But um, if you look at the, uh, 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 the island was used for pedophilia. But the ranch, the ranch is where the scientists went to. It's where the university professors went to. Because in the ranch, he was talking about cloning. Jesus and Christ. this is not. You know, a lot far- of people don't even know about This that, is not right? a far-fetched conspiracy theory. In fact, um, one of the fashion magazines, whether it was Vogue or something or along those lines, I can't recall which one it was, has an entire article talking about how this ranch, while his goal was human cloning. He wanted to clone himself. He was inviting the people from Yale, from Harvard, from, 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 from all these Ivy League universities to help him on his quest. So this isn't outlandish, and this is the thing that this is what makes me different than other red pillars. Is that I'm gonna come to you with historical facts. This is not a lie. That's why Bill Gates was at that ranch. What's going on, beautiful world? Thank you once again for tuning in. I just wanted to cut in really quick and tell you guys, man, I really appreciate all the love and support. This is season three. We're several podcasts in. We got so many more coming. There's a lot of things that's coming that's brand new, from the Go Ahead and Ask vlog series to a bunch of merchandise, and to even a new podcast series that's coming out in the future. Look out for it in the summer. But for now, guys, we couldn't have even made it this far if it wasn't for all of you guys. Thank you for the love and support. Appreciate it. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay, so I was telling you way earlier uh, a few of my weaknesses when we were kind of prepping for the uh, the podcast that when it comes to uh, pedophilia, child molestation and even rape oh my god it, it just really it doesn't really just saying that I, just I gets under pedophiles communists and feminists those are my top three well there you go you know we, we all we all have this thing and, and there's reasons for it or there's or there's not or there's you know subconscious reasons for it whatever it is those three things just do something to me and when it comes to the the Epstein thing uh, that that can be a podcast. That can be a couple podcasts on its own. And by the way, I can't wait to have you back already because we just it. we just <laughs> we just have so many things to talk about. But you know, we're, we're trying to go about this the right way. So just understand, you're gonna be back here real quick. So, um, something that I wanted to bring up, not to get away from the MC talk because um, it is what it is, and everything you said is true. And and there's, you just said earlier that your girlfriend texts you 
about the video footage that they have now. And that, you know, it's, it's an ongoing case. It's a bunch of sickness. But we know that the elitists who are involved are not going to get exposed. And, then, and, that, and that's the part that bothers me, and that's why I walk away from it now because it's like, all right, you know, that's just so sickening. You think it is? You think they're going to get... You think someone ever going to get exposed? I do. I do. You know what I think If Clinton doesn't go down, then I don't believe it. So that's here's the, it. I get it. He's the big the fish. Thing. He's here, the big fish. I know. But here's the thing. Because he's the big fish, he's going to be the last fish. So if what you're waiting for is to see Clinton <laughs> go down, we're going to be waiting until the end for that to happen. There's so many things that happen every day that lead me down that direction. The fact that we're even here having this conversation right now lets me know that the day of reckoning is coming. And I have full faith that it will. Okay. Because I just I like that. um I've seen the progression of not being able to talk about these things to where it is that we're at right yes. now. Where Great point. It's mainstream. Great, you Great know? point. This is mainstream. And that is progression. No longer, That's progression. It's no longer hiding in the corners of the internet. It's enough people are believing in it where it's getting harder to write it off as a conspiracy theory. It's like right. human trafficking is not a conspiracy theory. You know, that's something that's been exposed ginormously in the last year pedophilia is not a conspiracy theory in fact normalizing pedophilia is not a conspiracy theory see now that's sickening it's too. real life all you got to do is look it up on youtube look up pedophilia on youtube and probably out of like the first 10 videos you see at least three of them are like why you know uh why uh, non um what is it that they call themselves um non-acting or some other BS or another, but basically pedophiles that don't, that, that say I've never raped a kid before. So therefore me being a pedophile isn't a bad thing. And, and, and I know there's plenty of states who are labeling it as an illness. An illness, right. It's a mental, mental illness. And then some, some states have lowered the uh, punishment on the crime and I, Isabella, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. No, know, the next know, one, the next know, one, know, the next one. I swear to God, the next one, I'll, pre <laughs> I'll prep up for the next one because it really, it, it does something to me. It's a weird thing. I just, I get fucking fired up and I want to make sure I'm mentally prepped for the next one. So I wanted to talk about the central banking system because this is something that a lot of people don't pay a lot of attention to or know the root of it. And I wish if they, if they did, I know, you know, I know, some people know there's a, there's a, the, the roots are way deeper. We know that. And we, and you, you're almost a fucking historian. <laughs> you literally, you know about shit goes all the way to the Ro Roman times to the fucking crusades. Like I'm trying to spare people a different podcast. Like mm -hmm. we're going to do this again and I'm, we're not shutting down yet at all, but we, you know, we know what we're trying to avoid. I know that you know a lot of historical facts. Yeah, I know, facts. I know a lot. And I, and I think that it ties up a lot to what it is that's going on to right now. Um, so bring back, so what I want to do is I want to teach people a quick factor and I want you to help me out on it. The first central, unless you're going to go super historical on me on some shit that I don't know, the first established central, central, because it wasn't federal, banking system was done in Europe before the European colonies split up and came to America. Right, so, um, but I think more importantly than that is who who is behind right right no i know and and, and let the, you know, i do want to say that yeah which is you know uh i guess just like the key point which is um this idea of a centralized banking system of a federal banking system everybody uh, when when you hear the word centralized federal it's so easy to imagine like a branch of government right. or, you know, something that's associated to. Something we all agree to. Yeah, it's we all agree to. It's like, oh, that makes sense. They work with the IRS or something like that. So here's the thing. Our um, centralized banking system, so the federal banking system, is uh, actually a privately owned banking system by the, um, the Rockefeller family. Right. So 
before that got exposed, and this is why I was trying to give everybody a little historical fact, the same people who, which I thought it was, it was Rockefeller, it wasn't Rothschild? I'm sorry, Rothschild. Did I Rockchild. Say okay, yeah, you said Rockefeller. Sorry. sorry. I thought maybe, they, you know, they mixed up. They're, don't worry. They're, we know they're rubbing shoulders. We know that. So I mean, it doesn't matter. That too. No, but we know My that. But we, but we actually know that they actually are all in it together. So it doesn't matter. But speaking of the banking system, so where the European colonies split up, it was because the portion of the Europeans who were like, now nah, we're going to go over to America. We're going to start our own shit. was because the central banking system started in Europe. And these people said, nah, we're not going to let a bunch of rich ass motherfuckers lend our country money because then we're always going to be under. Right, because that's the way that it works. That's, that's, what, how, that's that, how it that's started. So that, it's right endless there. debt. It's like, yeah, so forever. instead what we're going to do is we're going to because print. Because, because there was the uh, interest rate. Correct. They introduced we're gonna the interest print rate. Your money, we're going to print your money for you with an eternal interest rate. So from the minute that a dollar is printed, there's already an interest rate that is attached exactly. to that dollar. D- therefore, basically... Infinitely, you can't get out of this. You can't, no, regardless of what you do. It doesn't matter how much money you and, make. And Every time that you make a dollar, it's printed with an interest on it. You're Therefore, gonna owe you're me. in you're perpetual. Always, you're always going to owe me. Correct. So those who realized that in layman's term felt like, nah, man, they're going to run this whole thing. and We're not about that life. We're going to go over here and start our own shit. So they came over here to the Americas, cut through the chase. In due time, part of that Rothschild family came over here. Some of them changed their name. They tried to do the central banking system again, and they did try to start it under a central, as in central banking system. And at that time, if I'm not mistaken, it was Abraham Lincoln. Well, you're schooling me now. Go ahead. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Abraham Lincoln was opposed to it and said, no, we're not going to be about this central banking system thing. Matter of fact, we need to stop what's going on with the dollar, and let's introduce, and he called it the greenback. If I think I'm, well, I'm not mistaken, what, um, I, it, it, he was, was trying to catch. Or the, I mean, I know. I think it was. The, it, so here's the thing: the entire system, what it goes down to, is that currency is supposed to be valued off actual. the um the gold backing. Exactly. So the, the actual yes. va- the actual value comes from gold, right? Right, which is what we have to. That's mine, what I started. Takes work, right? So currency is supposed to be dictated by the amount of reserves that a country has of gold, Mm -hmm. therefore leading to a gold standard, which is what determines how much value your dollar has because of whatever gold reserves it is that you have. And that's historically the idea of what, what we used to go by before we had a federal banking system. Now, the federal banking system basically lends out money past the reserves of gold, if you will, that we have and does so at an interest. The problem is this isn't a, this isn't a, 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 um, again, this isn't a federal institution. This is a private company, but here's the crazy part, which is what we were just talking about. Um, the federal banking system is basically in every other country in the world with the exception of, I think we're down to three right now. I think it's, um, Iran, Cuba, and maybe even Venezuela. There's there's three countries right now who don't have a central that do bank not system. have a central banking system that's linked back to the Rothschilds. So I didn't know that they were connected to all those. Yeah. But again, to go further, because I want somebody to challenge me. Uh, we both want people to challenge us. Always. I, I know that if I'm going to say something, I'm either going to say, "Hey, don't quote me on me," or I'm going to be like, "I'm pretty I'm pretty accurate on this one. Go challenge me." So once. Abraham Lincoln saw that and put the greenback into effect. 
Say what you want. Oh, he got assassinated. Okay. I'm not sure why, who, whatever. We, we all know who was blamed and so on and so forth. But, okay, let's move it forward. So they came back with another concept. And at this point, they came back with the Federal Reserve banking system. That's where it started. It was the central got killed because they knew it was attached to Europe and then to what Lincoln had already denied. So they came up with Federal Reserve banking system. And please look this, look this up. They basically paid, I don't know, there might be other stories, but they basically convinced President Woodrow Wilson, we're going to back you up, we're going to lobby for you, we're going to take care of everything, and we're going to get you elected. But, but if we do this, because you don't have a chance against whoever it was he you was going against, you have to immediately put in this whatever law, whatever it was, to approve but of that the federal ha- that happens prior to Kennedy. So Kennedy comes Oh, this, in. this was like 1920 yeah, that, or some yeah, shit, Yeah, this has happened mistaken. way prior to Kennedy. Super we, prior. When we get Super to prior. Kennedy, what we're talking about is that that's, you know, th- th- that's when things start making, when people have, like, theories that link back to, like, JFK. JFK's presidency By the way, this, so is where I, this is where I need a, excuse me for interrupting you, this is where I need a Jamie that I haven't found yet. So that when we get stuck right now, I'll be like, Jamie, look that up real quick. Where were we? Can you please look that up? Can you look that up, that Woodrow Wilson shit? Because I don't want somebody to call me out and just say I'm fucking full of shit. Can you please look that up? And then we'll pull it up on the screen. By the way, guys, for y'all, y'all paying attention, I am actually actively looking for an intern, okay, um, who can play, let's say, the Jamie of a, you know, of a Well, that'd be cool. Someone in Rogan. Miami, I'll put it out there on my you know, channel, and, too. And, and, and if you're young and in college and you're trying to get the experience of dealing with a podcast, working the controls, working, uh, you know, uh, the roadcaster, working the, uh, the changing between screens and things of that nature, give me a holler. Or if you know somebody who is, give me a holler. Let's follow up on that. But, yeah, I wish we can do that so that we can verify. I'll post it, it on my page, too, so that awesome, I can see if awesome. we can get to somebody out there. So um, I think that one of the cool things, because, you know, it's, it's, I'm always going to link back to, I think, I love when history, you know, proves yeah. past, proves present, right? Right. Um, and uh, when history can prove what it is that we're living right now, it's pretty quite substantial, which leads to, you know, you had asked me earlier what was, like, my, my red pill moment. I had told you about the moment that I had, like, woken up. Because I had been down conspiracy theories for a long time, I understood how the Federal Reserve works. Now, here's another thing that most people don't understand, and here's a red pill. When you are born, look at your birth certificate. If you look at the digit behind your birth certificate, it looks similar to another number that we look at very recently, and that's the number behind a dollar bill. It's usually got an F in front of it or a letter in front of it, and it's got this, this, this serial number behind it. And it's because your birth certificate is almost collateral, if you will, to the Federal Reserve from the minute that you're born. This is how it is that you are allowed to take a loan out from the Federal Reserve is based off the citizens that you have within your country. So um, you have a dollar amount attached to your entire livelihood of how much you're going to consume, which goes back to consumerism and slavitude that we had talked about from the beginning. How Circle much are back. you always? <laughs> how much are you going to consume within your life? And I think that the average human being will consume a total of like one point five or one point something million dollars um, throughout your it's entire that that your shit. entire life as a consumer. Okay. So from the minute that you are born, you are almost given up to the Federal Reserve as collateral of like this individual is going to spend this much money. So 
logically right. you should lend me this much money because I've had this many people be born. This many people will equal out to this amount of money. And therefore, mm. right, that's that's kind of the logic behind okay. the, the system of the, the lending system of the Federal Reserve <laughs> and how it is that we end up becoming slaves again to consumerism because that's what it's all based off. Um, so, so it's evident that you've, you've definitely touched up on it many times for many different reasons that there is an elite group that's pushing all these A globalist agenda to enslave us. And uh, when we say movements, let's talk about all the movements, right? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about um, uh, uh, the the environment, Uh, you know, everything. And listen, I recycle. I don't throw trash away in the beach. I believe in in preserving a rainforest and in in locations that are exotic. I believe in all of that. So I am an environmentalist to some degree. But I do not believe the globalist lie of environmentalism where they tell you that if you pay an extra tax, you, um, you're going to save the environment. That if we cut, uh, you know, switch out from uh, gas to electric, that we're going to save the environment. That if we eat less meat, we're going to save the environment. These are all lies that are being fed through us through a narrative that sounds, w- it sounds good enough, right? Everybody wants to do the right thing for the environment, which is exactly how it is that they get you in order to introduce these very um, global type policies which are affecting us um, incredibly on a day-to-day and you know I'm sure we're going to come up to a point right now where we're going to transition the topic which is fantastic because you know in the last couple of uh, uh, the last year so I'd say in the last couple of months actually I've been getting a lot more locally involved in where it is it's going down here in Miami and it has been disgusting and heart-wrenching to see how completely interwebbed and locked the the, uh, the 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 truths that I know from a globalist standpoint from these elitist people uh, taking over the world and wanting to enslave us and how in bed they are with our local politicians with our local leaders with our local elected officials um, and um, a globalist elitist whatever you want to Illuminati dark forces whatever the hell you want to call them <laughs> i don't i don't really care they're not us right we want to live our lives in peace we want to live our lives go to our jobs and you know do, do raise our families have our kids that's that's what regular people want to do these people do not believe in that they want to enslave you and i mean th- that can sound as extreme as you want it to be but you know what two years ago people called me crazy because i said <coughs> that they were going to force um a vaccination on you let me let me let me ask you this before you go deep, into that d- d- deeper yeah. into that. Not the vaccination, but of uh, the the local what you're doing locally because I think that's huge. And obviously, yeah. before we finish the podcast, everybody needs to hear about that so they can get involved and follow your you know your yeah. your your movement and so on and so forth. But I want to try to be devil's advocate. I don't always do that, but I like to say more. Let me put myself in the naysayer shoes. Okay. Let, 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 what what are people going to say? My close friends would know that if this wasn't a podcast and I was talking to you outside and we were smoking one, drinking one, chilling, they know that I would ask you certain things to test you in a certain way, okay? I want to think like that for the, 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 the regular amount of people. So I what I want to... So I know, I know, you're great at it. You're awesome at this. What I want to ask you is this and let it, let it, let your answers take us into and then locally you're doing what you're doing. What is the common, if I look up um, ho- holy chick, which you have on your t-shirt, cool t-shirt, by the way. 
If I look up Holy Chick on, on Google. Mabel Love Boutique. There you go. Shout out. Y'all better pay my homegirl. Um, if I look up Holy Chick, it's going to tell me what Holy Chick is. And then, you know how it gives you those questions of what the typical people ask? How do I buy Holy Chick? What is a Holy Chick? Google presents most common questions. I want to ask you, what are the most common questions? Let's do three. Okay. The top three debunkers, haters, People who really want to question you and be like, all right, if they watch this and they listen thoroughly and they're like, God damn, Wes, all right, she's saying some some real deep shit there. What do you think will be the three top questions that somebody would ask you to try to throw you off, to try to be like, you know what, you're just a conspirator. You know what, you're just somebody involved emotionally. I got a hundred of them. <laughs> okay, and how would you address them? What are those three? No, so, mean, that, so that I don't have to do it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, I guess, just... I don't know. Let's think. Like, what are the things that people love to debunk? Like, Everybody wants evidence. Let's Everybody talk wants. About, let's talk about. Okay, here's a perfect one. Let's talk about the China virus. Okay, the China okay. virus. China, because <laughs> it came from China. China. <laughs> Epic. Okay, so let's talk about the China virus. <laughs> so last year, when you posted that the China virus came from China. Yeah. Um, you got dinged on yeah. your Instagram page. Yeah. It was a fact checker would come in and be like, "That's fake news," you know. And it's racist. Something. And it's yeah. this. Snope says that that's fake news, and it's never been proven, and that's just an absolute lie. But if you looked at the news cycle in the last forty-eight hours or so, mm. Facebook has actually taken a stance where now, yeah, it's been proven that the China virus did in fact come from a lab in China. Now, they haven't admitted that it was a bioweapon, which it was. We already know that. That's the information that gets censored. And a lot of the time, you can figure out what's really real. Do you think we're still going to figure out a lot more? Or, oh, or we're we, so just blown a lot more? we just okay. got started. We just got started. We just got started. Sit back, wait. Um, listen, 2020, 2021 was a good year to be a conspiracy theorist, as most people like to call it. It was a really good year. Because a lot of the things that people called us crazy for in the past um, turned out to be true. Right. You know? A couple of years ago, you would have said, they're going to mandate, they're going to take away your medical freedoms. They're going to mandate that you need to get a vaccine in order to be able no. to do X, Y, Z. And people would have been like, oh, my God, there go those lunatic, crazy conspiracy right. theorists. Well, here we are. If you want to go to a heat game, you got to sit. And they won't, and they, and they, and they also, they, they won't think that a, a chip was put into them. But they're allowing a vaccination. But not even not even fathoming that there could be a uh, microscopic chip in there. Forget the fathoming. I don't think that this is something that's outlandish. They're not going to hide anything from you. The Pentagon released a couple of months ago. Oh, please, either four months ago, four or five months ago, the Pentagon came out and publicly said that yeah, absolutely, they are working on a chip that can detect whether or not you have COVID under your skin. So if you ever catch it, the chip is just going to trigger you and be able to tell you that you've got COVID. So let's stop acting like this is outlandish. You so can you look really this up. Look it up. The Pentagon said it just five months ago that they are absolutely working on a chip that will be able to tell you and detect whether or not you've caught COVID. All right. So before we go on to what you think the next, the next most popular debunking question would be, do you think that these vaccinations do have some type of chip in there no. of some sort? 
No, I don't think that they have a chip in there no. right now. I think that the vaccinations are going to be... You think they're bona fide vaccinations? Or no. you think there's I think, some more well, evil behind no, it? No, I think that there is absolutely something evil behind it. I think that these things okay. are on... I mean, I, I hear the stories every single day. And I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out here. And I'm going to keep it short when it comes to this topic. Okay. Because these are the type of things I get. Um, you know, people don't, want us, people don't want us talking about. But there's enough stories online of people having... Are we allowed to talk about this without getting demonetized? I, 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 right now, we're still in an okay place. Okay. Um, you know, um, they um, there, there's people that are having adverse side effects and those are not things that are being talked about right okay, now right sure. but so but that's not where i think that the bigger control is i think that it's irresponsible i think that there are they're, they're not in a place it's not a secret you can look this up they're not fda approved there hasn't been tested long enough right. we don't know what the long-term they side stopped effects doing are. It on animals are, correct exactly the animals, are animals dying. have had and in fact they stopped the testing because on the animals were dying within a three-year span of taking the yeah. taking the shot so well, neither there, but what if I you guys don't know that don't fucking be some dickheads and just act like we're full of shit you guys go look it up everything she just said and what i just piggybacked on is the truth yeah there should be any other time you can say we're in an emergency okay you should not put out a vaccination which has not been approved tested thoroughly and so on and so forth with good results you shouldn't put it out in that in that little bit of time i so mean you know it, 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 the, the, it is what a, it is that's a whole other topic because it they, is they all get sent out but, but here's a here's a bigger idea right which okay. is and here's a bigger problem um all of this is leading to a police state this is something that's already, if you've never heard of a social credit score before, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is already something that's enacted in China, again, where the virus comes from. Um, there's such a thing as a social credit score. So what does that mean? If you say the wrong thing on social media, they can ding you 10 credit scores. And what does that mean? That when you go apply for a new apartment or a new job, ooh, why do you have such a low social credit score? Because you talk too much shit. <laughs> God damn. Bingo. Now the government's got you controlled in thought, in mind, what you can speak, what you can say. And this is the overall idea to be able to control the complete narrative. If they can limit what it is that you can say, what you can do, because they've got you under complete control. So the the shot is a form of that. The shot is a form of that being a, a form of control. You can't travel. You can't be a consumer without it. When you start saying that you can't shop at certain places or eat at certain places because unless you've got this thing, now there is an overall government control over your body, over so what you, your so what anatomy. What you, so what are you telling somebody who's medically shitting on themselves like, but Isabella... I don't want to catch it. Are you going to tell them that it doesn't exist? Are you going to no. tell them it's fake? No, you, I, I would never gonna... say that. I would say that the numbers show that you've got a 98.9 for something percent of survival, that if you're not overweight, right. or, if or you're not a senior citizen, if you yeah. don't have some kind of respiratory issues, then you are going to be okay. Have you ever had the flu? I've had the flu. You know what the flu did to me? The flu knocked me out for two weeks. In a bed. I couldn't get up. I, I, I couldn't get up. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't move. I thought I was going to die two weeks with the flu. You'll live. That's right. the thing. Most right. people live. That's what the most outlandish thing about this is that we've shut down the world over a virus oh, right. with a 99% chance of survival, guys. Right. What are we talking about? That's, you know, so when we're talking about issues like a local issue that we're working on locally right now, which is unmasking the kids that have a 99.9 point. <clears throat> I mean, the, the chances of them even catching it is a 0 0 0.0.8, right. 0 0.008 or something along those lines. So what's like. But the, neg but the negative effect of having them, forcing them to wear these masks. 
Oh, there's all sorts of negative it's, it's, things. It's for, ginormous. From the fact, from just bacterial things that could happen to yeah. them, to not not to mention the Me- psychological. Yeah, I was gonna say mental. Yeah, exactly. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a horrible thing. You know. So I think that that's you know one of the things that I would say is a big enough deal. I mean. So what else? What what is somebody gonna be like? All right, Wes. Well, she said this one statement. You know, I mean, look, I, know I got a couple of homeboys. They're gonna be like, "Yo, dude, she's awesome. I love that. You know, she's passionate." But come on, man. She said, "You know, what is somebody? What do you think somebody's gonna tack you on?" Because when, when when I was taught all these things that you know, and we haven't even said shit. We haven't. Uh, oh, barely. here's another thing. I think that we can talk about this. Um, we we just. Uh, t- be careful of the words that we say, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you okay. know the fact that there is, you know, fraud is being looked at in Maricopa County right now, okay. and that in November, when the results of the election were given, and people were like, "Wait a minute, something's fishy there." People are like, "Oh, stop being a conspiracy theorist." Okay, you know, fraud happens. So a good a good sign is that they're it does oh, seem like yeah. they're legitimately going deeper oh, yeah. into their yeah, their investigations I, of that. I firmly believe that the investigations are going to lead to a big breakthrough. And I think that... Are we talking about years down the line? No, no, but I don't think so. I think that the first... uh, I I think we're going to start seeing... But here's the thing. I think we're going to see a new form. We're going to see a civil war. But, 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 but... Legit, legit, you think like that? No, don't don't think of a civil war like we did the first time. Okay, okay. It's going to be a civil war, but what we're going to see is going to be a split, right? Like a split down our military, a split down in politics. Have you um, ever heard of the two president prophecies? No. Oh, my God. Yes, I did. Roughly. Clemens. I forgot when, but I did. He prophesies. He had a lot of, uh, I forgot his whole name right now. Something Clemens. What? Do the research. See, see, <laughs> intern, please let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. I'm like, I, I, I love yeah. that, but uh, you know, he, uh, Clement, he has this theory where he had this premonition. He had he had a lot of premonitions many years in advance to prophesize the existence of a Donald Trump presidency, and one of the things that he predicted was that there was going to be a time when we were going to have a, a double president. And I think that's what we're walking into. Right oh, now. I can't. There okay. is, um, you know, there's going to be the president that's recognized by the media. That people are going to be like, oh, what do you, do you know? That there was no fraud. There was. What are you guys talking about? Um, we're going to have that president, and then we're going to have the people that are like, oh no, the fraud was proven. I saw those millions of people that went out there to vote for Donald Trump. Do you feel that people are? I hate to use the word because of that whole woke shit and how bad it's been, you know, abused. But do you feel like people are awakening? People are, are, are people being more receptive to the use of the world? Yes. Are, are people taking in, it, it, obviously it should be because you, you keep getting banned and you come right back and make <laughs> yeah. a strong movement. But so you, do you really do think people are being more receptive, especially yeah, with no, what's I going s- on? I see it. It's, I, you know, I was actually having this conversation. That's encouraging, right? That, that must feel good. Other true for accounts. And okay. they were like, I'm so sick and tired of this round because it's people have come to information in waves. And when uh, when you run accounts like mine, and I, I know a lot of people that do, it's interesting that you do see people coming in with waves with different topics that brought them in. And uh, the other two for accounts are saying, I'm so sick and tired of this round of people that came in with coronavirus. Like at the end, like, <laughs> it took you this long to figure out right, what's really right. going on. Um, because their attention span got narrow. No, I mean, listen, we're, we're, we're brainwashed from the minute that we're born. So to me, um, it's not a ma- as long as you get to the light at some point in particular. But okay, the, the, entire, the, the entire system is actually set up for you to feed into the lie. So not being awake to the 
truth isn't a knock on you. Um, okay. You know, as much as it's a testament when you get out of it, you know, when you yeah, can you, you might say, get misled by your parents, the, your school that, that, system, it's all, or, or you're your demographic. You're misled by all of it. Your right. school system, your parents, your doctors, your teachers, everything is letting you down from the minute you know it's you. You got to question all of your reality, and that's uh, that, that's the thing. Which it's not even about everything that you know is fake. It's about you do need to get into a point of, into a point where you're going to question everything on whether or not it's real until you f- find out through your own discernment and through your own research of really what differentiates uh, reality from fiction. Because there's a lot of things out there that we've been sold as absolute truths that just really aren't. What's going on, beautiful world? Thank you once again for tuning in. I just wanted to cut in really quick and tell you guys, man, I really appreciate all the love and support. This is season three. We're several podcasts in. We've got so many more coming. There's a lot of things that's coming that's brand new. From the Go Ahead and Ask vlog series to a bunch of merchandise and to even a new podcast series that's coming out in the future. Look out for it in the summer. But for now, guys, we couldn't have even made it this far if it wasn't for all of you guys. Thank you for the love and support. Appreciate it. Let's get back to the podcast. So that's actually great that you that you mentioned that how the, the, the whole election and, you know, uh, what, what they're being accused of and what we strongly feel is going to be um, put into light. And we or you guys know that I'm sugarcoating that for all the politically right reasons right. because we want to make sure that this is stays public on YouTube and on everything other platform. But speaking about that, definitely with all the controversy that went on with that and is going on with that right now, and even all the way down to the connections of what the Santis... Huge props to him. I'm not sure how you feel about him. G Santos, you mean? Because he's a G. Ah, did you guys catch that? G Santos, I love it with the fucking with the the he's meme. An the meme, the meme with the fucking shades. And we don't deserve him. We don't deserve him. Oh man, listen, you motherfuckers, stop coming to Florida because of our fucking boy and yeah, everything we got going mess, on. Stop messing your shit up. If you want to bring in your liberal shit, like don't come over here we're to gonna, Florida, man. We got something good going. We're gonna on tag here. everybody. Please tag Governor, the Florida Governor DeSantis on on him. this and just. Let him know that, man, we think he's fucking amazing. We appreciate him, and I hope I can get him on the podcast one day. But you know a lot about what's going on locally. I know that we just talked about statewide, but now let's bring it down to the south. To the real well, you dirty, know that that's what south. I'm really here for, right? So what you got going on? Because I know you've been you've been doing, I don't know if it was podcast or what it man, is, but I saw you doing everything. a lot of that stuff. Okay. I've been doing a little bit of everything as it comes to local things. So here's my thing, right? I do a lot of research. I think... You, you, you know that'd be something know, that we elaborate a lot a lot of research and um my research started leading me in the same direction which is a like oh holy shit um <laughs> i love when you do these voices people, <laughs> <laughs> these people are attacking us at a local level and then i started you know i got this my my slight autism i started like well you know how about these like crazy digs that i do on you know people like hillary clinton and you know podestas and all these other like big names that people love to hear dirt on what if i switch that kind of expertise if you will so when you say crazy dig in case nobody caught that she means a, like research a like, dig like, is like research. digging deep in, into all the crazy shit right okay. right dig and being able to find some like good juicy information that hold like, that holds water like, at, at a minimum you know and it's not even about holding water i told you this earlier i don't claim to know the truth on anything but i do claim to pose the very i pose the right questions make your questions i'm asking you the right questions so i want answers to the questions that are being presented and more often than not i'm presenting them because i know that nobody's been able to provide an answer yet and (laughs) therefore um it leads me down that rabbit hole right so um 
I started digging into local politicians. And one of the things I started realizing that a lot of these um, taboo type topics that get people really engaged in conspiracy theories, right? Like people using pedophilia as like honeypots, like we were talking about earlier, or, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's taboo know, it's conversations. A, it's a taboo, you know, po- politicians being uh, uh, involved in corruption and illicit and it all being connected and all of this uh, th- this idea that's enticing to people. So people normally love to hear when you hear like, hey, did, did this is what I know about Hillary Clinton. And then I started finding out that information about our local politicians. So, for example, Fuck. one of the things that I did was on our mayor, um, Daniela Levin-Cava, is that newly appointed mayor, by newly appointed for, for mayor. Those who, for those of you who are not from Miami, or even if you're from Miami and you got your head up at your ass, she just became mayor about uh, Miami Dade County in November of 2020. She was, um, yeah, she was sworn in as mayor of Miami Dade County in November 2020. Behind Dickhead Suarez, right? Uh, um, uh, no, Suarez still remains the um the, fuck? the mayor of the city of Miami. She is the county mayor, Miami Dade County. Oh, we got a double headed. So dragon. we've Holy got we've got several shit. mayors. I even most know of that. most of the cities in Miami have their own mayor. Um so so you know, it's like like Hylia and Coral Gables, you know, townships or whatnot. Um but here's the thing, Daniela Cava was voted through a male in majority, just like creepy the president was. Um, so I did a little bit of research and I was looking into her donations, which again are private and public information that most people just don't research. And I was like, I want to see who's donating money to her. I want to see who controls her. Right. So anybody, so anybody can look this up. Yeah. This is public information for any, for any elected politician, which is why at the end of this, I'm going to come full circle. And the goal will be to get every single person to go out there and do the research that they need to do on their local politicians and the people who are making decisions for them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so epic moment with my motherfucking homegirl. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. My page knows I fucks with this. So, as I'm talking about the mayor who would probably talk shit about me being of course. a weed smoker, even though... At some point, she's going to throw this back at you. She claims to be a liberal. I Anyways. saw that podcast. I say smoking weed on your podcast sometimes. <laughs> oh my God, I'm pro-weed. I'm going to run for politics someday, and I'm going to absolutely run on a pro-marijuana But you mean that, and I want to come back to that, because oh, you I'm, mean I that. I absolutely mean okay, that. That's okay, so let's not, let's not lose that, story. okay? This is um, real talk. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm out here awesome. letting people know that I'm challenging you. Is that my camera? Yeah, I'm challenging right you. <laughs> um, I'm coming for some kind of uh, political position at some point. No. Um, you know, about. with um, Daniela Cava, so I, we start doing the research and I end up finding information on how the majority of her ha- campaign funds, it's a legitimate almost a million dollars of her campaign fund, came from a from one dude. And his name is Donald Sussman. Who is it? Like, Did you say like, that at Cobra? Like fight, like fight Club. Like his name is Donald Sussman. Oh, okay. Anyways, his name is actually Donald Sussman. So this individual's name, you can Google him and he'll come up as one of the most influential people in politics because he donates a lot of money to the big Democratic campaigns, including the Clinton campaigns. So then you dig, 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 dig and dig a little further. And what do you find? Buddy owns an island next to Little St. James Island. Oh, God. What's Little go. St. James Island? This fucking cocksucker. Jeffrey Epstein's Island. Oh my God, Isabella Red Pill Bay, what's the big deal? You're such a conspiracy theorist. Dig a little further. Jeffrey Epstein and this guy Donald Sussman were friends, public friends. 
acquaintances. <laughs> they attended affairs together. They're friends. This dude, Donald Sussman, is the single biggest contributor to our mayor's campaign. Jesus Christ. Why is a guy that donates, you know, millions of dollars to big Senate seats and big congressional seats, why are they so invested in what the mayor of one city does? So look, so let, 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 let me try to ask what I think some people would ask right now while, they're, while they hear this, okay? Or claim what they might claim. Well, you have no proof. You have no proof unless you're, unless you're going to say guilty by association. And that's a double case. And by the way, I, you know, you understand I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm just, absolutely. Bring okay. it on. You know I love this. So you have double accusations. You got guilty by association because of the, Jeff, the Jeffrey Epstein thing. Let me be a, a thousand percent clear that I'm 100% on board with you. You like All that? Right. A thousand absolutely. percent clear that I'm 100% bored. I like that. Numbers. Um, and then to follow up with that, the double part is now you're also guilty by association connected to the governor. I'm sorry, to the uh, our mayor. Correct. Mayor, you said, right? Correct. So is there a little bit more evidence? If there's no, somebody who's going to be like, okay, good connection, great job, look, tuck, tuck, here, tuck, here, tuck, here, but is there the a little thing. bit more? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to convince anybody that our mayor is a potential pedophile being around. That's not, that's not what it is. Okay. But I think that... You do when, your research, you shouldn't be connected got, to that. When you've got the majority of your donations anywhere between... $2,000 and $10,000, and then you've had somebody dropping $850,000 into your campaign, which is a substantial difference from any other donation made to your you campaign. question everything about it. Then as constituents, it's our civil duty to keep an eye on that relationship. But let's take it a little bit further. Agreed. Donald Sussman is connected to a company that does marketing and advertisements for health organizations. But here's the kicker. It's not an American company. It's a Chinese company. This guy's job, how can I put this for you? A lot like if you wanted to make vaccines sound cool, you, you would use a company like this. Like okay? That. And if you're paying any attention to what our local mayor has been up to on social media... She is the queen of making the shot seem like the well with the Dunkin' Donuts and shit. Is she part oh, of that movement? No, forget Dunkin' Donuts. You know what they had them at Gramps? God, that shit. Fucking Gramps was me offering off. free pizza and free beer to anybody that would be willing to go over there and get the shot, and that's something that they worked in partnership with the mayor. And again, so I'm not asking you to believe a conspiracy theory. It's just when you're when you're watching your mayor push this thing in like a really not honest way you're like dude like what is your obsession with this like, and then, calm down. And, it's and, a bit and then if much. that triggers you and you happen to do a little bit of extra research and find out everything you just said right. with the connection to epstein and then right. going trickling down and then suspect guys decision how many to times move, how like, many times can you watch this story repeat yeah, itself get with, it. with the same group of people before it. you realize that it's like hold on a second wait Maybe something's fishy here. here. Yeah. Maybe something does tie in together here, and that's all I ask people to do. Look at all of the information before you discredit it, because it's a really long, complicated so interweb I, I, story. I, I think I think I, I think I go back to the lazy, the laziness, the complacency, the the the, the spoiled, the spoiled bratness of having so much, so much connection 
at the palm of your hands that people... So much information. Yeah, so people don't care so, to verify this type of shit that you're saying. Let me put it to you. I've, I've and, talked and, about and that's this. that's why. They, they don't put it together, honey. It makes them think too much. I've talked about this so many times. But you're, you're right. Together, right? So... Um, we're getting to a point where there's a lot of things that are difficult to deny. Like you could have, there's things that you would have called me a conspiracy theorist four, three years ago that now you can't. You're like, oh shit, but you might've been right. Right. right? right and I right, think that people sure. are having more of that moment. So then it's, it, this is a two step thing. We have been given wrong information for a very long time from sources that we considered to be credible, whether it be social, whether it be mainstream media or um, our schooling system or uh, celebrities. We we trusted, there was a generation of people that trusted celebrities blindly. It's like, oh my God, Jennifer Aniston is so cute. Like anything she says has to be a good thing. She's still cute though. I mean, I I get that, but we're we're transitioning into a point where like, I don't really care what a celebrity has to say. Like, I don't really care about your political opinion. Shut the hell up. Get your reward, thank God, and keep it moving. I don't care what your political view is. Everybody's got a political opinion at this point, and that's not, it's, it's, it's gotten annoying. It's gotten to a point where, the, I mean, that's why when you watch um, award shows and their ratings in the last 10-year trend, they're abysmal. Like, there's, there's uh, they canceled the Golden Globes. They're never going to have a Golden Globe again, ever. We, we canceled Hollywood. It's canceled. Nobody cares anymore. But he gives a shit about what you people have to say. Is, and and is, is that because... What they've been exposed is that I because do think they've been COVID exposed. is that? Just- I think that again. I think that it goes back to what we were just talking about, which is you know w- w- information. People now have access, and they realize like, wait a minute, I can't really trust these people. They've kind of just been feeding me one narrative. They don't give me the whole truth. It's, it comes off a little hypocritical. People are starting to have those questions, and they're starting to realize the things that are truly like maybe I can only rely on myself for information. But here's a second hurdle that we have, right? So now you realize you have your first awakening moment. Oh, everything's a lie. Everything I've ever learned is a lie. Everything I learned in school, everything celebrities told me, everything's a lie. And that's the first part. And then you go out there and you're like, I need to find information. But here's the thing. You've been fed. In, you got to think about it almost like baby birds. You know how moms like chew up food and then they regurgitate that and they feed it into babies. Good way of putting it. So for such a long (laughs) for such a long time, that's how information has been fed to us. Like you said, short attention spans. Right. You trust Jennifer Aniston. So if Jennifer Aniston tells you, let's do, you know, whatever, an ice bucket challenge or whatever it is, you're gonna do it because you trust Jennifer Aniston. Um the problem is for a very long time we had information regurgitated to us. It was chewed up, it was we never had to actually go out there, do research, process information. Get it wrong. So yeah. now you have a group of people that accept that, okay, everything that I've ever learned is a lie. But tell me what to think. Tell me what the truth is. Tell me, red pill babe. What's the truth? What's going to happen? What's the plan? What's, are we going to be saved? Is the Illuminati going to get us? I don't, I don't, I d- we're transitioning because we're still learning. It's not just that everything that we learned is a lie is that we also are learning that we've never thought for ourselves. Would you say that even though COVID is, let's just jump the gun on some conspiratorial shit and say, you know, man, uh, uh, it was, it was man-made. It it was done on purpose. It was, Whichever concept you want to go Well, we with. know it was man-made. That's already official news, and Facebook will no longer block that because now it's official news that it was created in a laboratory. Well, so we can argue whether or not it was But what happens after the laboratory in regards to the, 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 the animal escape with it or did they let the animal escape with it on purpose or did whatever the fuck it is? 
Point being is, it even, didn't come it, from a bat. That was for sure. Got that part clear. Did it come up from what? It didn't come from a bat. <laughs> a bat? What was that? The well, that was the original story. Was that it came from some um, bat from the the wet markets out there in uh in China? In Wuhan. Yeah, in Wuhan. Even even though the lab was still supposed to be in. The, the lab was also in Wuhan, but they just dumped a, some bat or whatever, and they blamed the story on the fact that it was just some, like, random bat at this, like, wet market. And it's like, well, that's be a story. From uh, weeks within the virus coming out, it was proven by scientists. Of course, it's like people say, trust the science, trust the science. That, uh, most people who are anti-conspiracy theories hate science because you come at them with actual science, and they're like, oh, so, so that doesn't make any sense. So, so if they did, whoever they are, Okay, I'm just speaking. The, you know, the on, on Wuhan right. lab that Anthony Fauci helped fund, that's who it is. Okay, so whatever was done intentionally with the COVID Well, ordeal, that's the part that we can only speculate okay, on. Right, right. Well, well, it's speculation. So Correct. But with that said, whatever it is that they intended to do, whatever they tried to do, whatever, whether they accomplished it or not, do you think, coming from your side, do you think, do you think one of the parts that backfired is People ended up having too much time on their hands. They started doing a lot more research, following people like yourself, following other people who are influencers and exposing them, and then maybe got deeper into the bandwagon. So here's now. what I truly believe, and I it's a, these thought processes. You can did get say that your, your fan base grew. Yeah, absolutely. And this is where my thoughts. There's some people who are absolute. I don't know if you've ever heard of a black pill that are absolute doomers that don't believe that we're screwed and nothing else is going to happen. I believe that there are good guys everywhere. And um, I believe that there is an absolute plan to save the Republic. And I believe that part of that plan is considering that these evil cabal of globalists have spent the last 100 years on a plan to take over um, the world, um, but more importantly, to take over America, because America is the beacon of freedom for the entire world. There's a reason why when they're having protests in China for freedom, they wave American flags. We are the beacon of freedom. If you destroy America, you destroy the hope of the entire world. There's nowhere to run if you leave America. There's nowhere to migrate to. There's no other place. So by having a global a plan to attack the world, you also inadvertently and very strategically need to also have a plan to destroy America. Right? So I'm of the belief that um, these people don't give a shit about us. And that the idea to unleash a global pandemic upon the world was something that was thought out for quite some time. In fact, there's proof of that. You can um, research that. I think it's called Event 101, if I'm not mistaken, which is two years prior to the pandemic. Um, they had a... Didn't, didn't, didn't who, what was it? And please correct me if I'm wrong. Guys, don't fucking hold me up to this. I'm, I'm trying to... It's almost like if I'm Googling it and I want Google to tell me what I'm looking for. What was what was the um what was that I don't want to say it's an accusation, it might be accurate, but what was what was the concept of there was some type of practice? Yeah, that's what I'm talking like, about. Like it was event. a practice doomsday. Hey, what if right. what if we got hit with a virus exactly. that did this and, and it was just basically a practice replica of what's really going on, but they have it documented. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, absolutely. So it's okay. called um yeah, here it is. So it, it it is it is it is. I think it's called. Um, I wasn't sure that's what you're talking about, but that's what came to mind. Event one hundred one. I, 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 event two hundred one. Event two hundred one is what it's called. I think it's called event two hundred one. 
go to my page. If it's wrong, just go to my page and curse me okay, out, and then cool. I'll, I'll post a correct thing. Um, but um, basically, it was a complete simulation. That's what it was. That's the word I was looking for. Simulation. How it was going to work with um, with the press and how the social media was going to respond and how um, hospitals were going to respond and how governments were going to respond across the world. And they did this two years in advance. So yeah, they absolutely this was absolutely planned out. Which goes back to my my theory of where it is that we're at on this timeline that I believe we're in full control of. Um, I believe that these people are evil and that if they wanted to unleash a virus that was going to put the fear of God into us, that was going to make us wear a muzzle without fighting back, that was going to have us dropping dead in the street, they wouldn't have cared. They would have killed as many of us as it would have taken because they really don't care. It's all about power for them. So to me, one of the biggest testaments is that, that there's some kind of opposition to these bad guys trying to take over is the virus because it wasn't a drop dead, violent, you know, purge blood out of your mouth. It's a flu. It's such a big deal that they've had to kind of fake numbers. Well, not f kind of, a lot. Right. And lie and present things in a rather scary place than the reality of what it is. Um, and I think that um, it would have been a lot easier for them to truly just unleash something that was truly scary and they didn't do that. And I think that part of that is because there's some kind of control. There's good guys everywhere. In other words, in other words, they don't have absolute power. They don't yeah. have absolute power. They're, they're I think that that's where 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 the the silent war is going on right now. And, and, we and, are and in can, state, can we can we we are in a state of war right and now? And can we say that you you play a, a great key role? You're one of these people who are trying to pass on. Don't come on, man. Don't don't you 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 have to. You don't got to pat yourself on the back. But if you know you're doing some of this shit, and you know it affects your life. You know, it might affect you socially, might affect you personally, it might whatever the fuck it does. You know, you are all in on this shit. Yeah. He said, you're all in. I know. <laughs> and there's a lot of people out there. I'm sure your following would have been way bigger had you not got chopped down so many times. There's a lot of people who follow people like you and, and they want these Wonder Womans. They want these, you know, these, uh, what was, uh, what was homegirl's name from, from Terminator? Sarah what? I, I can't remember. Fuck, that, that was, was a bad bitch. <laughs> Somebody put that on the comments, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah something. <laughs> Anyhow, you know, you, you're that, you know, you're one of those modern day Thank versions you. of it. And and you, you have to, you have to take that consideration. Does the drive, is it always there? Like your, your whole goal is, man, I'm just going to keep informing people whether they like it or not. And I know I'm going to face a lot of fuck shit. So, um, we talked about this earlier today. I'm a follower and a believer of Jesus Christ. And I'm a woman of faith. And, you know, he said, you know, they hated me first. And Christ was here to speak the truth. And I have felt a divine calling to continue to speak truth from the minute that I started posting on my personal page. I started bullshit, like, shit posting on my own page. And, like, red-pilling my friends. And being like, do you guys know blah, 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 blah. And then I started getting messages. Just to people. ruffle their feathers. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I felt like a responsibility. Like, holy shit, like I've been gathering. I believe, I believe this, but I want to see what my girls well, think. Well, no, uh. you know what it was? that I, I realized that that information wasn't out there. So here's the thing. A lot of this stuff is centered online, right? So when I find information, it's not that I know everything about, about so many things. It's that because I've been reading about it for such a long time, when I go look, I'm not doing a general search on something. I know exactly what story, when it happened. Like, oh, I remember that one time in 2012 when this story broke, so I can go out there and search for it. And I'm more likely to get a, a, a bounce back than somebody doing a general search without knowing where to start. Like, 
how do I know that, you know, elitists are all pedophiles or whatever it may be, right? It makes total, I mean, you made that sound silly at the end, but it, it makes total sense. I, I, I get you. I hope everybody else does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know he, I know exactly what to look for. And um, when I when I started posting, I, it, I actually started posting the day that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And like I, I like how you said that. Absolutely. Love it. And, um, you know, I started posting that day just like, do you guys know who this guy is? Do you realize how he's connected? Do you realize who he's connected to? Do you realize how it all comes together? And then my friends were like, okay, like, wow, like, how do you, how do you know this stuff, right? And then I remember I spent several months, like, red pilling, and people, there were some people that were all about it, were like, you're leading me, like, you've led me to truth, people that were telling me that it led them to God, like, it was just like, wow, like, this is, this is intense, so, for at the beginning, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just like shit posting memes on the internet. <laughs> and then I started realizing the yeah. the response that I was getting from yeah, people. Yeah, the impact that you were having. I had a friend tell me, you have to start a page. And I'm like, nobody's going to care about a page. Start a page. Nobody's going to care about the page. And then, you know, with, within the first, I, I hadn't even been a full year before I had the page that it grew in through the hundred. I hope you took that friend followers. out to dinner. Oh, I, I love her. She's at Mabel. I love you to, to death. Shout out she's to Mabel. Shout out to Mabel. Mabel La Boutique. <laughs> 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 um, you know, and um, the page, the page ended up blowing up. And, and one thing that I consistently got were people like just thanking me, like you're, the, the way that you led me to truth made my faith stronger. And I say that because it's, you know, at the end of the day, and this is something that I strongly believe, forget politics. You and I slightly talked about this earlier on. Um, I believe that we are fighting a spiritual war. And I believe that we are fighting forces of good and, and evil right now. So um, I did inadvertently somehow without asking for it and without ever being thinking that I was prepared for it end up in the front lines of um, a very defining moment, I think, in our in our history. And that's going to, you know, be whether it's the fight that I'm doing on a local level or the information that I share to wake up the collective all over the world. I've got followers all over the world, which is so mind blowing. To right. Me. Isn't it awesome? And people care like that, that people listen to what I have to say when they tell me, like, thank you. Like you woke me up when I meet people and they tell me that it's just. OK, so, so, so let's 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 jump on that wagon right there. You're, you intend to keep going. We know this. Oh, it's never okay. stopping. It's like got nothing to do with the fact that you're a Latina from Miami. You might have everything to do with the fact <laughs> that I'm a Latina from Miami. But you're in back in this local thing. So let's talk about that a little bit more. What What are your intentions? You you say you want to run for something. Well, what is the push? Where where where, yeah, where so might you? What is it that you can do based upon what you're aiming for? So here's that you know similar how you just said I ended up in the front lines of this without ever actually. I don't want to run for politics. I don't. I don't want to be under the scrutiny. Guys, I, I think she's going to double back on that. No, but no, but here's, here's save the reality. Save for the next podcast. Here's the reality. I don't want to. Your kind will, bro. However, however, I am looking around and I keep yeah. on thinking, is somebody going to step up and do something, right? Is somebody going to do something different? Am I going to have to be that bitch? <laughs> that's, you know what? That's exactly what it is. So, and it's like, well, I guess if nobody else is going to do it, then I guess that it's going to it's gonna have to be me, you know? Uh, pass me my chancletas. <laughs> pass me my chancletas. I'm Can done with this shit. Can you imagine me in Congress yes, with my chancletas? Like, let me tell you guys right now. You, 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 you become a fucking national hit. The same way DeSantis... Gangsta ass has become such a national hit. Here comes Isabella, and she's on the microphone with a chancleta hand. <laughs> Today is chancleta day. 
Because we are not going to put here. up with this shit. I came here to school AOC and Ilhan Omar with my chancletas. Y'all ain't ready. But on, no, but but on some real shit. No, it's a, how can people how can people support you on that? What what can people do? What what is it you think you're going to do, and how can they help you? So out? one of the things that I'm currently working on is I'm working with the APC Foundation online. APC um, is? APC APC Foundation, the American um, People's Community, okay. and basically what we're trying to do is share resources with individuals on how to get involved in the civic process again. You know, a lot of us take civics in the eighth grade and then that's it. We're not, we don't really understand exactly the inner workings of government or how to get involved or more importantly, how to hold elected officials accountable. So, um, you know, the purpose of our, of the organization is really to give people the resources that they need to get involved in the civic process again. And we're starting with Miami, but we're uh, very soon going to have influencers all over the country that are pushing the same kind of campaigns. And it's just, you know, staying in your politician's face, whether you elected them or not, if they're a Democrat, if they're a Republican, this is bipartisan. This is not a, a party. Uh, this is not d divided by party lines. This is a, a truly about holding elected officials accountable because they don't respond to school unions. They don't respond to lobbyists or special interests or donors to their campaigns. Our constitution was written so that these individuals responded to we the people. And unfortunately, we're not in a place where that's happening. And the only way that we're going to fix that is if we get involved. What's going on, beautiful world? Thank you once again for tuning in. I just wanted to cut in really quick and tell you guys, man, I really appreciate all the love and support. This is season three. We're several podcasts in. We got so many more coming. There's a lot of things that's coming that's brand new. From the Go Ahead and Ask vlog series to a bunch of merchandise and to even a new podcast series that's coming out in the future. Look out for it in the summer. But for now, guys, we couldn't have even made it this far if it wasn't for all of you guys. Thank you for the love and support. Appreciate it. Let's get back to the podcast. So, Isa, how can people help you minus following you? What is it? What is it that somebody can do? Because like, yo, yo, I like this chick. This chick's for real. <laughs> like I'm about that. Like, what, what, what is she doing? I want, I want to, like, I want to jump in. Is, is it? Do they have to stand by? Just follow you and um, then no, wait for no, the no. updates. Do not stand by. Um, what I want people, everyone who listens this to to this to do, um, would be to go out there and. Find out who your local politicians are. Find out who your mayor is. Find out who's sitting on your local school board. Find out who your commissioners are. These are the individuals that are making the decisions that affect your day-to-day -day life. And then, and then go deeper, like find out more. And some people are going to be made for that and some are not. I mean, I think that even the small step of finding your local elected politicians online and following them on social media, just so that you could keep tabs on what they're working on. What is your money going towards? Is it something that you agree with or something that you disagree with? Do you see trends in these politician pages that kind of like rub you the wrong way? Like I found uh, one of the members of our school board, um, you know, drives a Maserati and has like a nice collection of watches that from the math that I've done probably equals up <laughs> to about $700,000. And yeah, I'm just very curious to understand how a member of the Miami-Dade County School Board can affect such a luxurious and you're not, lifestyle. And you're not wrong that. So, so piggybacking that, do you think? I know we believe this. I know this. This is one. This is something that I think we we might we might have said it like ten times off camera. Are we at that point where one of the biggest things that you want to tell people is question everything without being fanatical, yeah, without no, fucking blowing I, your brains out? But but you know, just make sure that it makes sense. Yeah, don't I think just blow it off. That um, you can't blow off anything. I would you know strongly encourage people not to write anything off. Don't call anybody crazy. You know, um, it's we're living in really crazy times. And don't and trust what anybody tells you neither. Don't trust what Both. anybody tells you. Don't trust what I tell you. The only thing that um, any word of advice that I would leave and close the podcast on, it's like 
don't trust anything or anybody other than your own research and your own intuition and to tap into intuition, right? Um, okay. It's a really important part. You need to be able to tap into your own moral compass and the things that feel right and the things that don't. We're transcending into a new earth, if you will, that's going to require a version of ourselves that's more tapped into our intuition and a higher internal calling, I think, as opposed to having to search for um, confirmation of our beliefs through external sources. How does one, without going, well, I mean, whatever, I mean, maybe you do go yoga-ish with it, but how do you... How do you tell somebody, you know, and, and right now, to anybody who's listening or watching, tap into your, build your intuition. B- b- build that, that belief in when you feel something gutly, when, you, when something fucking, because, because there's people who would also tell you no, because that could be fear. No, because um, if you're not built like that, that's not intuition. That's tu te cagaste, you know? <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, and you, and I think you would respect that. No, you know, you're, no, you're a real one. You're a real one. So how would you tell somebody? How would you school them into like, well, 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 Issa, how do I build my intuition? Because I thought I had intuition and then I don't, you know? So um, one of the highest um, emotional vibrations that we can feel as human beings is love. And that sounds intense, but I'm not talking about um, I'm not talking I'm not talking about falling in love. I'm talking about um, a sense of love. Think about the way that you love your mom, that kind of like internal piece of love where you're not not when you first meet somebody and you're super into them and you're like, oh, my God, this person's going to give me a call back. And oh, my God, we're having such a good time. That's not what I mean at all. I mean, the sense of peace that comes with a solidified love uh, like you would almost for your mother or your kid. Right. Um, that sense of peace and um, uh, th- that knowingness. And use a feeling like that, something that you intuitively know to be 100% true, right? You might not know if the government is running a secret society to uh, bring down the masses, but you do know that your mom loves you or you do know That's how, a great or, way or of you, saying or you that. do know that you love your kids. Right. And when you're able to tap into what that feeling truly feels like, what that, 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 that peaceful sense of love feels like, I think that, um, Tapping into your ish and into your intuition is really a matter of tapping into that kind of like peaceful sense um, with the thoughts that you come to. And and here's the thing that doesn't happen just because you think happy thoughts that happens through extensive research where when you've gone down every possible rabbit hole and you looked at every possible outcome, if you sit with that information for a while, some of it is going to feel like it aligns with the particular truth. And I think that unfortunately or fortunately, um, you know, we're living in times where that's the only thing that we're going to be able to depend on. And, um, you know. Valid, uh, what, what, basically looking up information. Yeah, I mean, we're going to look up all the information, but a lot of information is going to be incorrect because you can't right. trust anybody. You can't right. trust anything. So at some point, you're going to have to use discernment, your own discernment, linked with your intuition to be able to know intuition is not feelings intuition is not thought intuition is something different intuition is being able to tap into a frequency the frequency of truth within yourself we just blew a couple of brains this out is right like now. a whole nother yeah. podcast somebody right somebody somebody now. just somebody just said oh, <laughs> oh my god, god. what, what did she just hell? say wait a minute that's a deep conversation i was there but then it went there <laughs> 
I'm with you. Spirit, I'm with you. Listen, the spiritual warfare can I be a completely you. different topic. Yeah. Um, and like tapping into like, you know, the, the, the different. Uh, but you know about that. But but some other stuff. You I, know, dimensional. I, look, I think what you just. Existence. I think what you just said. And, you know, people can laugh at it, but I think what you just said is very comparable to a monk who would tell you, "Hey, I promise you." Just fucking sit there with your mouth Search closed. Within yourself. <laughs> Just picture nothingness until your butthole stops hurting while you sit on that rock, and sooner or later you're gonna start floating. It, 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 you know, it, these if you put enough effort into it, you're gonna find out things that other people don't. And I think what it comes down to is, if you put in the work, the research, and you start seeing, it's not a rabbit hole. It's just. Put in the work because we know, we all know that there's no euphoria. We're not, no one's in a false world if we're not being lied to. We get lied to from our first job at 15, wherever the fuck that was, and you saw that there was some type of weird hierarchy with the with the, the shift manager and the whatever <laughs> manager. There's always some type of weird, I don't know, uh, um, not corruption, but just... just Whoever's on battle for power. Yeah, whoever's on powerful people want to be rich. Every people, yeah, you know every everybody's down to sleep to to move up. Everybody's down to do some stuff, and this happens on so many levels on every managerial, political, uh, 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 ownership of any business. It happens on so many levels, and nothing changes that as high up as you go to the government, to the planet, to everything. It's just not. But you got to do your research. It's not outlandish, and stop calling people crazy. Like anything that seems. If I said anything today that made you uncomfortable or made you question your reality, good. That's the point. My exactly. my my. Well I'm, I'm a digital thought provoker. My job is to make you. Damn, she circled back reality. from the fucking beginning of the podcast. That is my uh. my job in this my in my job in this lifetime in this existence is to make you question your reality so that you do end up finding your way. And I got. When did that become official? When did you really? Because I love that you said that. You really do accept that almost on some Batman shit, like. Fuck it, dude. This is what I'm going to do. I'm looking at myself as I'm through this digital world. I'm going to ruffle some feathers and make you motherfuckers look shit up. Yeah. Um. The response, you know, I just started shit posting, And the response that I got from people, I'm like, holy shit, like, people need this. People need this information. And, like, I got a lot of gratitude from people. They were so grateful for the stuff that I was posting. And it was unexpected. It was unexpected because I didn't do it for that. I was anonymous. I didn't even show my face. Nobody knew who I was. It was just, I I, I just knew all this information. I was like, screw it. I'm going to put it out there and maybe someone cares. But um, I wasn't expecting it. But, you know, as the response grew and I still get it, I'm very grateful for that. That's awesome. Um, you know, I, I feel a sense of... Uh, Divine purpose, if you will, and uh, civil responsibility to the community and like to, my, that. to my fellow men to go out there and spread this this knowledge that I would have otherwise thought was useless <clears> and <throat> pointless, and that has now proven to be extremely valuable to the times that we're living so, in. So check this out, right, right, right on that, right on cue. I'm gonna do something that I typically don't do unless it's kind of like well deserved and, and maybe not too pressure like yours is pressure like. So <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to challenge you. So when I when we took a break, you guys obviously uh, uh, didn't see it based upon if you're watching it on YouTube or if you're listening, you, you wouldn't have caught it, you know, live. But when we took a break, I had to change the batteries on the camera, get this thing rolling again. And I told Isabella that, 
hey, I know once we're done and I know we're closing out and I don't want to forget this, you know, because we had a couple of drinks and a little smoke or two. And I know that she has to go about her business, as do I. I said, I don't want to forget about this. So I want to tell you this now because I really mean this. And I told her, you need to fucking start your own shit. Not a podcast. I told her more like a vlog, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's blog or vlog. I think it's vlog with the V, not the B version. Regardless, you have so much information in you. I mean, just fucking levels. I mean, tears to the levels and and, and then underground tunnels to the tears that are beneath <laughs> the levels. Like, this is real shit. This is real shit. And you have an amazing following. Your following doesn't show right now on Instagram, but you have an amazing following. You keep bouncing back. I would think right now, if you, had you never got interrupted, have you never got banned or anything like that, I think you easily would have been at 250 right about now. Oh, no, I think it would have been. If, if, if I was on a regular algorithm, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. if. I, I mean, I don't take credit for that alone. Myself, along with other Trooper accounts, would have had over a million followers without a, without a problem. Well, there you go. So some of the content. I know that... If, it's we a, it's were, like, if we were allowed to post as we would want to. It's an ongoing battle. Right. And I was suggesting the whole YouTube thing. And we, and we talked about YouTube. And, and you know, you're, you also have your hands tied behind your back. You, you do have to abide by the rules. I, I don't wear a mask for shit. I don't believe in the mask. Fuck all this, Amen. that, that, whatever. But if your business requires that I wear a mask... That's your business, as in your your entity. Your yeah, business. you can choose to not. Uh, no, no. But I'm saying I'm gonna respect that, and I'm right. gonna wear my mask because I want to be inside your business. So I'm respectful about that. Otherwise, if you're if you're not forcing me, and you don't have the right to force me, and whatever. So, um, I guess what I'm saying is, going through YouTube rules and whatever other rules that anybody imposes on you, I really would love for you. And I want to challenge you in front of everybody. And I hope your fans watch this. And I hope my fans watch it and future new fans watch this. You need to do your own fucking thing. You need to sit in a goddamn comfortable-ass uh, love seat or, or whatever you whatever makes you more comfortable. Put that camera in front of you. And you need to tell the world little by little the amount of shit you know. Because unfortunately, nobody wants to sit down that long. I, I, am, I am so happy if everybody has made it this far. If you, if you watch this in bits and pieces... Thank you so much, but uh, you know the attention span is crazy out there. It's just yeah, too many. I know. You got to be able to give, provide people little yeah, tidbits. I guess that I will absolutely take that into consideration. I just uh, yes, sometimes please. I don't think that uh, that many people want to listen, but I often do. Well, guys, help me convince her. <laughs> please leave the comments, okay? Uh, just do so and tell her. Put a fucking camera in front of you. Get a little bit of lighting and tee off. I don't care if you're in your 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 uh, what's it called a Catwoman. The, the 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 cat lady. I don't care if you're. In a, you're I don't <laughs> care if you're in your lady. cat lady PJs. You're, you're, yeah, you're I'm a dog, a dog lady. That's right, <laughs> yeah, she. I've never had somebody have so so much control over my dogs when she got here, man. Like they sense her energy. She definitely knew what she was doing. Um, but yeah, I, I say that because, man, I love that you got so much information in you. You say, and I, I really do. You know, and uh, I got I, more bombs for you when you're ready to. Have you me got back. way more. <laughs> yeah, I know you're gonna come back for sure, without a doubt. I want a part two, part three about this because there's always more shit coming to the light, and we can do it on the fly. We can do it based on part whatever. There's just a lot more to go, but that's why I, I want you to definitely do your own thing because I know your fans and and new fans that are gonna come off of this. Are gonna want to hear little bits and pieces, you know. I and love sometimes that. they don't want to sit down the whole time, Thank but they want to hear little bits and pieces for sure. So, anyhow, how can people follow you on on all your social platforms? I'm not sure how many you have. Yeah, I only follow so you on Instagram. I am on uh, on Instagram at Red Pill Babe 1776. 
And um, you can follow the foundation that I'm currently working with locally at APC Foundation. I'm also on Telegram, but you can find my Telegram through my Instagram link on bio. Um, it'll take you straight to my Telegram chat where I post some of my more controversial stuff that would normally get me, um, you know, nuked off the, the major social platforms. Nuked. <laughs> <laughs> nuked. But thanks, uh, thanks so much for having me on today. No, thank fun. you. Thank you for coming. Is there any specific thing coming up where people can come uh, meet and greet or yeah, so help you out in a certain um, um, we have event? A, a monthly APC Foundation foundation meeting that takes place our next meeting will be next month on the 17th of june um the location is going to be the renaissance uh on 32nd avenue and 24th street i want to say a couple okay. blocks off coral way um but we will you know if you follow apc foundation you'll see the details on there and that'll be our next uh, meeting but you know, we've got events, we've got things that we've got planned. We've got two uh, legislators that are going to be out there at our next meeting um, that are going to be answering questions and whatnot. But, uh, you know, get involved in the community and, uh, you know, come join me. I'm, I'm out here at these things. <laughs> and, 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 and by the way, you, you mentioned her earlier, and, and I haven't spoken about her in a while. Uh, big shout out to uh, Linda. Uh, from you know, wake up with Linda. That's my sister, my that's life, and that's my revolution. That's like, awesome. My revolution it. sister for life. Um, we're really trying to save Miami together, that's and awesome. you know, use the collective power that we have, and really use our platforms for for the better good, and you know, expose corruption in Miami, and give the power back to the people. She was one of our our our, our best podcasts. Uh, a lot of great feedback from from that podcast, and and you're just like her. Is why you guys are best friends. And I I know I saw the beginning phases of that friendship yeah. building. I remember I remember when you guys I think met for the second time when we were at Caballos uh, at comedy. The at the comedy. Yeah, show, you, yeah. No offense, you guys wouldn't shut up. <laughs> you you guys, couldn't even hear you us. Got, the I couldn't music was shut so loud. the fuck up. Oh, yeah, that's true. The bro. music was loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't even hear. Uh, shout out to we God. were like whispering in each other's yeah. ears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As Marcos, what I felt about that, but no, no, I love that. I get to saw that. I I got to see that bloom, and now you guys are doing what you're doing. So, and then listen for anybody yeah, listening. Latinas are gonna save America, and Linda and I. Oh, I love it, man. <laughs> Linda's made big moves, man. Big yeah, moves right in front of the fucking Capitol. Just right. everything that girl's involved, man. It's this big shout out to her. She's yeah. a, and and then to, to obviously to you as well. Coincidentally, I told you way in the beginning before we started the podcast. Now I was telling a few people, not a few, about four or five random people that I trained and then people that I hung out with for a couple beers. And they were like, Yeah, 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 I follow her. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, No, oh, this can't be that coincidental. I was like, You sure, dog? You know, yeah, man, she got El Everything was always connected. And I was like, Yeah, man, that's what's up. Yeah, I want to do an awesome podcast, yeah, and I'm man, looking forward I love, to I mean, it. I, so. love, I love all of my following, clearly. I, I love everybody that supports me. I've got a great following, but, man, my Miami awesome. peeps know what's up. You know, they know that's that I'm like up. a regular Miami girl. I'm not an import down here. I've been born and raised in 305, born and raised in Little Havana, hood as hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my life. I'm from here. So, you know, I give a shit what happens in this, in, in, in our community. And if, uh, you know, that's you mentioned awesome. earlier, just right. kind of looking around, if nobody else is going to stand up, then I'm here to give people a really hard time and have some fun while I'm doing it and get as many people as I can involved. So I want to make clear for all the right reasons, man. Um, th there's a whole lot of everything that I believe about what you said, everything that you said today in today's podcast. And, and I love that you have, and we vibe on so much. I don't know what I don't vibe with. You know, I'm not religiously connected. That's about probably the only thing. I don't think we got off any, I don't, I may be off camera. We did. And, yeah. I, and, I, and, I, and then we talked about something, but not on camera. Uh, I damn near agree with everything. 
And um, but everybody watching, if you don't, hey man, feel free to chime in. That's you know, cool. comment. You know, send question. You don't got to be a dickhead, but if you want, go ahead. Trust me, my my, my girl, homegirl's gonna be a bitch. <laughs> she's gonna be like sick them. But yeah, really, but just, really, let's let's, let's exchange up, information. Let's open yeah, up conversation you know, exactly. again. You know, we've been trained to think that having conversations. Yeah, is nothing wrong with an exchange. Don't talk politics. Don't talk religions. Bullshit. Talk about everything. That's right. that's important. Go out there. Talk to your right, people right. that agree with you. People that oppose you. Like go go out there and just have conversations with people so you know i, I hope you guys follow her because she's got so much dope ass shit that she puts she she really she takes away the legwork for a bunch a bunch of us i was about to say you and lazy I, motherfuckers i post a lot of dog videos i mean so you guys gotta follow her please don't forget man red pill babe spelled just like that for you literally motherfuckers r-e-d P I L L B A B E one seven seven six. Make sure you go follow her. Stay in tune, um, guys. I know it took a couple weeks before I put out this podcast. Just been really busy with the uh, go ahead and ask um, vlog series. Make sure you tune into that as well. It greatly coincides with what you know. She came in, like I said, she's got to see the shout out that I gave her on that. A lot of things coming up. Miami, I appreciate all the support and love. Everybody who's been following us and supporting us, subscribers, both her fans and ours, show the love back and forth. Appreciate everybody on this. Don't be dumbed down, man. Do your research or let Make us or let us do it for you and just follow our lead. Expand you know? your mind. Expand <laughs> your mind. <laughs> guys, appreciate all the love and support. Hope everybody has a great evening. Take care of yourself. See you guys on the next one. Peace.